This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to another edition of the Spurs Cat Podcast, or should I say, another therapy session here on this channel. Mm. Uh, so, well, here we go again. Tottenham Hotspur have just been knocked out of the FA Cup. Sheffield United won. Tottenham Hotspur nil. Oh, I don't even know what to say. Um, I've got three very special guests to talk about today's game. Um, let's start with actor Ricky Norwood. Back on the show with us, Rick. How are you? Oh, mate. Um, firstly, Chris, i just let you know, your mic was cutting in and out. It was yeah, in and out. Sounded, I can't hear it too well. Yeah, it sounded like he was a bit distant then. Um, how like many overall, yeah, do you know what I mean? Overall, Chris, uh, I'm really disappointed. I'm, uh, oh, he's gone, look. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so, though, because his, his mic sounded dodgy, didn't it? That, that, that's how yeah. disappointed Chris is. He's had enough. He's gone. He's left, he, he's left us not too well. But no, Where I mean... Uh, he's, he's back in the game. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really disappointed. I, I kind of tipped us to, to win this one tonight. Um, not only the game, but I, I thought we were going to be real contenders for the FA Cup tonight. Um, it's tough. It's really bloody well tough. At the same time, and this is a sad thought as well, but at the same time, I'm half used to it, which is which is a sad indictment, you know, coming up against a team where... You know, we should win. There ain't really m- many excuses of why we we didn't win. Yes, we had a second side out, but majority of those players are all internationals. They've all been around long enough now. Um, it, it That is tough to take. I mean, especially, it was the cutting edge of certain things. There was times throughout the, night, uh, throughout the game that we, we were solid. We were making certain movements and, and, and trying to, um, you know... Uh, get some shots off or or to make something happen. But it was always a pass that just went wayward or a shot that just went wayward. 
I think there was a couple that let us down tonight a little bit. All right, maybe not let us down, but they didn't have the brightest spark tonight. I thought Richarlison was off tonight. And, you know, him in the number nine role. Yeah, more than a couple. Yeah, I mean, he really needs to take his opportunities. And especially for the amount of money that we spent on him. Um, I know he's frustrated too. You can see it in him and you can see it when he came off. He was really frustrated, especially with that shot that went nearly over the stadium. Bright sparks, bright patches from Poro. He's 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 kind of you can see he needs a bit of time to kind of get into the game and kind of get his his game on, on onto a onto the field in a Tottenham shirt. It's going to take a little while, but you know there was bright spark. I thought Lucas was was the brightest spark of the bunch tonight. Um, it always feels like we take three touches before we can pass the ball off, and and Lucas was doing first time plays and passes and, and just confuse Sheffield a little bit. Even these mazy runs and dribbles, I felt they were effective. I felt they were risk-taking. I felt they were he was trying to be creative at the same time and just cause different problems. But uh, again, again, another year, another we tried and another we failed in this particular cup competition. So I, I'm, I am, I'm really disappointed tonight, Chris. Well, I think, I think a lot of people had Tottenham's name on the FA Cup this year, and this is why it's just so disappointing again. 11,610 days since Gary Mabbott lifted the FA Cup for us nearly 32 years ago. It's just an unbelievable, ridiculous stat. And what I can't stomach now, and why I feel so gutted this evening, is the fact that we go and beat Manchester City champions. We then go to Leicester, get absolutely hammered up there. Then we beat West Ham. Then we beat Chelsea. You know, two good performances, especially the Chelsea one at the weekend. And then, of course, lose to Sheffield United going out of a very important competition. And when you look at the draw, when you look at some of the teams left, what an opportunity. What an opportunity this year to put a trophy in the cabinet. I, I, I tell you, I feel gutted every single time we go out of the cup. I've been telling myself for 32 years that Spurs are going to win this trophy. And yet another year is going to pass us without... Trophy. Um, hey Chris, do you know what you, you know what, bro? And you know, not only does every fan deserve a little bit more, right? But like all those fans that went up to Sheffield United tonight, you guys, you was in it. Please tell me what it was like being in it, but we can hear it at home. And that Tottenham away support was fantastic. So it, it, they, they were trying yeah, to push the boys on, they tried to lift them. The, the, the away is always fantastic, Rick. And this and this is why I feel gutted a lot of the times as Spurs fan, because the support for this club. It's unbelievable most weeks. You know, you know, you go to away games, you go across Europe, you go all around the world following the club, and the support is always absolutely sensational. And this is why we all deserve success. We all deserve a trophy. And I just feel like we got it completely wrong. Um, I felt like that there were a number of performances that were really poor this season. I know you said a couple. I think there's a lot more than a couple, which obviously we're talking about. Um, I feel very, very annoyed, very frustrated, very upset this evening. Um, we've not even introduced a guest yet. Um, we've also got with us Richard Whitehead, MBE. Rich, how are you? Back on the beers. <laughs> Man, yeah. oh my goodness. Like frustration is is like a word that we've used on numerous occasions this year. Um, you, you show display like we did against Chelsea, Man City. Um, and then you see that today, very similar to the Leicester game. Um, I think certain players didn't turn up. Um, 
I think we're just certain positions we're so poor. Um I think the Davison Sanchez slip like summed up our game. <laughs> I just I was literally so Sheffield United were not good today. They weren't good. And and to be honest, I think all their sent all their back three should have had a, at least a yellow card within the first half. Very, very dubious um, decisions. The referee, I don't know what, what he was smoking before he started the game, but he only had one tinge of light coming through his glasses, mm. and that was definitely red and white. And just terrible, just terrible, terrible decision making. I think, I think, like you said, Chris. I think um, there's certain things that's happened within the club that's made this season very sporadic and we, we've got no confidence when we go to a game do we see the Tottenham that played Chelsea and Man City or do we play the, see the Tottenham that played against Sheffield United and Leicester uh, there's no and, and also I think tempo the tempo today why didn't we go out and go let's try and get three or four in the first half then take Kane off uh, and then actually enjoy the game I, I knew from about 60th minute, I thought they could just get a get a goal here and then hold on, and then that's it, just out the out the out the court, and that's what happened. Terrible. We've also got Gary Malone back on the uh, on the channel. Uh, Gary, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not surprised. I think we deserved all we got. Um, we were absolute dog shit, and start with the same starting eleven that beat Chelsea. Simple as that. And if you don't, you deserve all you get. Um, you know, like Richard said, Sheffield United was shit. They weren't good. It's just we got the likes of fucking Sanchez on there who, I mean, listen, I'm not just going to call him out because half the team was shit tonight. But Sanchez is a fucking joke, mate. When you're starting players like Sanchez, you ain't got Romero in that team. You've got Son, who should have come off anyway. I don't even know why he's starting in the first place because he's better coming on off the bench. You don't start Kane. And it's the same old story with Tottenham. It's the same story against Middlesbrough. It's the same old shit. It never changes. Start with your strongest team. Go two up. Rest them. Play the game out. I know what we'll do. We'll put dickheads in there, like Sanchez and all the other arseholes, and then we'll chase the game. We'll go 1-0 down, and then we'll panic, and we'll go out. Because we don't need to win the FA Cup because we won it 32, 33 years ago. So it doesn't really matter. Start with the team that beat Chelsea. Are you stupid? All, all, all previous managers do this, Gary. What, it's why stupid. do they do it? Because they're stupid. Because they think they're cleverer than what they are. And they're arrogant. And they think they can change the team and bring in players like that. And they can do something with it. They can't. They're dog shit. They're shit players. We know Son ain't been on form anyway. So bring him on in the second half. He's lost without Kane anyway. You're playing Sanchez at the back. I mean, come on. It's a, it's just a, you know what? I don't want to swear throughout your show, but I'm sick to death of it. I'm sick to death of this shit every year. It's boring. Don't beat Man City and beat Chelsea and go up to Sheffield United and play like that. And I feel bad for you, Chris, because as soon as I saw the team lineup, I called it. I said, here we go. We're going to go 1-0 down and lose this game. And then we're going to go behind and then we're going to panic and try and get a goal back. And they're going to frustrate us and we're going to lose. And that's what happened. And I'm sick of it. And the only competition we could have won, we're out of. And that's the end of it. And have you seen who Sheffield United have drawn? Yeah. 
Same old shit. Same Who old they shit. Got? We deserve all let, we get. Let, let, let me just go through the draw. Manchester City against Burnley. Manchester United against Fulham. Brighton against Grimsby. Which is this? United will play at home against Blackburn. There you go. Just rub salt in the wounds. But listen, Chris, we've spoken Your about this time it. and time again. I don't know if it's stupidity. I don't know if it's arrogance. I don't know what it is. But why are you starting a team like that with players that can't play together? We've been here a million times. Just start with a team that beat Chelsea. It doesn't make any sense to me. Start with Gary, a team that beat Chelsea, you go two up. And then if you want to rest Kane, take him off and, you know, bring on Son and take Richarlison off, great. That's it. We're through. We're in the quarterfinals. Look, we're not saying we'd have gone on and won it, but at least give yourself a chance. You're not giving yourself a chance putting a team like that out there, mate. Come on, Chris. How many of them players, apart from what you said, Ricky, Mora, Mora tried a bit, bless him. He runs into dead ends most of the time, but at least he was trying. Who else? Poro looked dog shit. Came when he came on, didn't have enough time. Sanchez, I don't even want to mention him again because he's shit. Who else? There's no one there. Crap. Shit. Gary, I know you're annoyed, but I love the pyjamas. Thank I you very much. This, you know what? I love the pyjamas. At least you're going to sleep these. well tonight. I tell you what, that starting 11... We're all wearing Tottenham Hotspur nightwear pyjamas because they were playing like they were fucking half asleep. Have you got matching boxer shorts? Yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> and it's best to get your clothes off, Gary. Eh? And it's best to get clothes off. <laughs> More fun than that game. But, 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 yeah, but you, know, you, you know what, guys? We're in a stage right now where... Even I, I thought with the amount of games that are coming up, I think rotation, you know, of course, we should be able to rotate the side. We should, yeah. that second side, there ain't no excuses. That second side should have been able to play and win the game. And, you know, we've just bought £40 million Poro. He's got to start getting some game time. He's got to get up to speed and get into the team flow, start understanding the runs and stuff like that. We bought £60 million Richarlison. Who's been, who's had two all rightish games? He wound yeah. up Chelsea. He wound up Chelsea on the weekend, but mm. it's, a, it's an opportunity for him to play number nine. I'm just trying to go through the thinking of what yeah. they were thinking. Sonny, he's been he's been subbed twice. He's come off the bench. He scored once. He's made a little bit of an impact in the second one. All right, let's get let's try and get Sonny back firing. Let let's start him in his favoured position. You, you, I'm just trying to go through the. the I totally the hear process, you, but bro. with the with the Sonny situation. Twice this season, once he comes on the score, the other one gets a hat-trick. Um, Romero, you're not playing, so you're bringing in Sanchez. You know, these sort of changes that he makes, you're taking too much of a risk. It's too You're risking too much. You know, it almost sort of makes the Chelsea result now irrelevant. You know what I mean? Because as much as I love beating Chelsea, because we haven't done it in five, he's running them scored a goal at our ground. It means nothing now going out to Sheffield United at Bramwell Lane. That's the reality of it. But with the team that beat Chelsea, if that team starts today, we're winning that game. It's as I simple agree. as that. I think it was too many changes. It was six changes. Yeah. Too many? Um, it's stupid. Let, let's, yeah, let's, talk about the, too many changes. let's talk about the lineup. Um, Fraser Forster in goal, the back three of Sanchez, Dyer, and Davis. And uh, I might add that Dyer packed in the uh, side tonight. Um, Perisic and Poro as wing backs in the centre of midfield. In, in the second midfield, Point Gary Sarr, and then the front three of Mora, Richarlison, and Song. Sub this evening, Austin, Tanganga, Romero, Lenglet, Skip, Devine, Kuliseski, Dan Juma, and Harry Kane. Ricky, what did you think when that team lineup came out? Because 
when you look at it, it's a strong team. But Arm and Gary, I just think I, I just feel like there were so many changes. Uh, and when we've seen in particular in, in previous years, um, you know, Colchester springs to mind where Pochettino yeah. likes of Ericsson on the bench, where really you think just get the job done and bring the players off. And I've always said on this channel, whenever we've lost in cup competitions and we've changed a lot of players in games, if you're gonna play the likes of Harry Kane from the bench, why not start? Yeah. Yeah, but then there's also the argument, Chris, is that Harry Kane never gets a rest as well. I'm just giving you the other side of it, all right? I, I totally agree with what you're saying. But we haven't but had a trade in 32 years. We've, we've got to get I, this job done, surely. I agree with you, bro. I agree with you. But one of the complaints that we have had as a fan base is that we run Harry Kane into the ground. When is he, go when is he going to have sufficient enough... Uh, when are we going to have sufficient enough depth for him to have a rest? Whether that means coming off the bench, I'm with you. I'm just looking at the other side of things and trying to get. But if you, like, you're, you're spot on, Ricky. You're can, spot on. Can I say that? And I get that. I'm not one of them people that says give Kane a rest because I think we need him in every game. But what yeah. we could have done tonight is we could have started him. We'd have probably gone one or two up and then take him off after an hour. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, with you. Rick. I, I, I wasn't having a go at you, Rick. I'm just. No, 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 no. Listen, we, you know what, Chris? I get it. We're all upset. We're all angry. I'm never normally that angry on this show because, you know, when we lose away from home or we lose at home, I accept it. I've been to plenty of games home away and we lose. But this was a very, very important game. I would go as far as say it's probably one of our most important games this season so far, right? And you can't mess around with something. If it's not broke, don't fix it. I just feel there was no injuries. We played on Sunday. It's Wednesday. There's no excuses to not start without starting 11, get the job done, go two up, and then bring some players off. You could then bring Son on and just crack on. And that's it. And then, no. you know, we would have had a home tie in the quarters. Guys, I, 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 I hate this honestly, club. I hate this club. I, I, I agree with you. We've got five substitutions. We can use five substitutions. Yeah. So, so if that's keeping aside the way it was, apart from, let's say, Poro, right, and, and Saar, Okay, because the young one, we're going to give Skippy a bit of a rest, okay, or, or we're going to bring him up. But all right, cool. You make the, those two there, you can make five substitutions and totally change the game after 2-0 yeah. up. And so I'm 100% I'm, I'm with you. I'm just trying to go, all right, and cool. What was the thinking yeah, behind yeah. these changes? Yeah, and why were they doing that? I wanted Dan Juma to have a go tonight. Yeah. I, didn't even want, I didn't want Sonny to start tonight. I love no. Sonny. Sonny's one of my favourite players. But in this particular game, I was like, you know what? He's a big brute. He's strong. He's got pace. If he goes on that left-hand side, he can dribble past a couple of these yeah. players. We've got to remember that Sheffield United had like three youngsters playing in their starting eleven tonight. Yeah, I, mean, they I think had it was three. That as well, didn't they? Because they had, they had a ton shit. of players. But but they they were organised. They had their yeah. game plan. They they were a unit. They they you know it was up to us to bring the attacking intent. They could defend. They could put everyone, and not that they did the whole time, but they could yeah. put everyone behind the ball and stay in their half if they wanted to. But, and you know what? praise for a defensive performance. Do you know what, Ricky? Just quickly, like what uh, Richard mentioned, a perfect example of that game tonight where you knew we were going to lose it, and probably where Sheffield United thought we're going to win this game is when you've got someone like Sanchez on that pitch instead of Romero. Because Sanchez, God bless him, 42 million we paid for him. He is, he's just dog shit, mate. He's dog shit. He fell over himself, tripped over himself. Every time he was trying to defend, he was, mate, he was horrific. Now, if Romero's on that pitch, 
straight away, mate, Sheffield United are thinking, oh, shit, we've got a tough game really? here. But when Sanchez is on that pitch, they're thinking, do you know what? I fancy this. We've got this donkey at the back. We can get a result here. I mean, well, but also, I will say just quickly, and I'm not making excuses because we deserve to lose because we're bottle jobs and we started a shit team, so I'm glad we're out. We deserve all we get. But that referee was a wanker. And one of their players should have been sent off tonight. And I don't care. We probably still would have lost with, with them with 10 men. I accept that. But they should have been down to 10 men. That I will say. Because that ref was bang out of order. That tackle on Perisic, mate, was awful. And I don't even think we got a free kick for that. No. I mean, that's just shocking. But look, I'm just... I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. I'm angry. I'm all those things. Because Chris, like you, I was there in 91 when we won it. 1991, when I walked out of that stadium winning the FA Cup. Did I think I'd be doing a YouTube show 33 years later, still saying we can't get to a final? It's an absolute joke. It's a piss take. It's the FA Cup. This was the best opportunity we had this year to get to the fucking final because most of the good teams are out. And what do we go and do? Change the team around, mess it up, and go out like bottle jobs to Sheffield United at Bramwell Lane. Come on, don't take the piss. Piss take. Rick, let's go back to uh, the starting level. Um, yeah, honestly, bro, I was kind of down for a bit of rotation, but a bit like Gaz, I, I, you know, the the back three, I think, should have stayed the same. I think the, you know, um, uh, Davies in for Perisic, I thought, should have stayed the same as well. Uh, and then a bit of rotation throughout the side. So that's when I saw it. But you, you, you know what, Gaz? I know you're talking about Sanchez. And, you know, you talk about the, that, that big-ass slip. It wasn't even that. He started in the first five, ten minutes, there was a couple of slips. And then even that even that bit where we had a pass, you know, we had a pattern of play. He passed it up to the right-hand side. We're in their half. And he couldn't control it and pass it again. He just no. he fumbled. His foot done this. Yeah. And then the Sheffield... The, the, Sheffield United player just took it off. And, and Ricky, oh, oh, what does it make hey, us look like? What does it make us look like as a team? Do you know what I mean? Vulnerable. We're there for the taking. You know what I mean? Every year, bruv. Every year, same thing happens. And we do it every year. We'll play our second side and we'll go out and then we go, what the it's, hell happened? I don't want to just circle out Sanchez because it's not fair because he was, wasn't the only one that was shit tonight. There was a lot of shit players for Tottenham tonight. You know what I mean? And I feel bad for you, Chris. Like what the boys said. Bramwell Lane ain't around the corner, mate. You know, the thing, is, the thing is, when you make six changes, um, and I always say this, whenever players are coming into the team that don't really get regular game time, it's about taking opportunities. It's about yeah. grabbing your opportunity as well. Um, and I feel like this FA Cup feels, it, it feels like it means so much to the fan base to try and put this trophy in the cabinet. Yeah, honestly, 32 years. I, 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 I'm like a broken record year after year. Chris, after was, year. was you at the final in '91, Chris? Sorry, was you at the final in '91? I was only the only kid to know. <laughs> the only one that was there, weren't I? Yeah, I was You're the only one. Was you there, Rich? Nah, yep. Yeah, so just uh, Rich is there. But yep. honestly, mate, oh. honestly, I'm so angry because. I generally think we had a very good opportunity to get to the final here. I mean, look who we would have got in the quarters and then you're two games away. I mean, and listen, I'll say it on the show now, I couldn't give a monkeys. I was willing to finish out of the top four and win the FA Cup. And if you said to me, you finish out of the top four, I'll still win the league, but all you get is the FA Cup. I couldn't give a shit, mate. I'm happy with that. When we do the little bus thing, I'm going up there and I'm enjoying the moment that we've won a trophy. I couldn't give a shit about any other club. I couldn't care less. But now... 
we're going to win nothing and Arsenal still might win the league. And what's top four? What are we going to do in top four like we do every season? Nothing. Sick of it. I'm sick of it. I know Levy and Nick, all them boys and half the Tottenham fan base are all top fours more important than the trophy and everything. Give me the FA Cup, mate. You know what I mean? It was the same with the Carabao Cup. They rotated it and we went out because they don't give a shit. I'm sick of it, but they don't care about the fans, Chris. If they cared about the fans, they'd have put the same 11 out of the beach Chelsea and we would have stuffed them 3 or 4 nil. They don't give a shit. Ricky, let me come back to you. Um, Sorry, I'm so fucking Roy angry. Roy Wright's on the screen now. Um, as soon as I saw the team, I was shocked. We should have gone strong, taken control of them. Chris uh, Harry Kane and a couple of others. Would yeah. you have started, if it was your choice, Rick, would you have started Harry Kane's tonight? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, it's an FA Cup knockout game. It's a knockout yeah. game. He's just scored another one on the weekend. He's six, seven, eight. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's keep it, yeah, six, seven, eight. Let's keep it going. Let's get, of course I would. And uh, Harry Kane is not just a number nine. He's not just a number 10. He's a number eight as well. Do you know what I mean? He'll drift yeah. back. He, he, he has been, like, even in that, I can't remember what game it was. He didn't score. I think it was the Fulham game. But he just played really well. He was just all everything. The passing and everything. Up, yeah, up and down the pitch. He was one of those. He doesn't take it like a Romero scruff of the neck, but he's more like a like a Gerard scruff of the neck. Do you know what I mean? He does it with his performances and he's everywhere. And, he, yeah. and he's trying to make things happen. So, of course, mate, of course I would have started Harry Kane. But, you know, like, uh, mate, I don't even know anymore. I don't even yeah, know. It's, it's a so knockout game. Mean. It's an FA Cup game. We want to do something. We want to go somewhere. And, and and also, Rich, you can jump in, bro. But also, let's also remember that we made subs early enough to have an effect on this game, and we still didn't have an effect on this game. Yeah. Rich, on, Rich you jump in. I, I think I, I think for me, I I think the the starting lineup was wrong. Uh, like you say, Chris, too many um, changes. Um, we haven't got the strength and depth, but also when players are out injured, uh, it has a massive impact on the on the quality of the the team. So Benzinka not being in in the team has a massive impact on yeah, on the the quality the quality. Big miss, especially in those kind of key moments. Um, Ramiro obviously massive miss massive. in the back three. Um, there was no intensity that that first half. We should should have been coming off the first half, full of confidence. Going, we just need to kind of play the same team till sixty minutes. Take off Harry Kane. Take off um, uh, Kulusevski, and then kind of put um, uh, the other players on that that need to have some game time. I think Perisic was very poor tonight. Very poor. Um, I think the. I think he did one good cross, which Kane had towards the end, and the rest was just poor. I think he's the passing was very poor. Uh, Sonny had a couple of opportunities where he could have got his shot off first time. He took two or three touches and was closed down. I, for for me, you need to have momentum, and the momentum that we had through the the uh, Chelsea game should have continued into this this the start of this game. And they should have gone to dominate them from minute one instead of just sit back and go. Actually, we're just we're just players though. We're a top four Premier League team, and we just pick them off. It was just weak, poor. Uh, Sheffield United were just bullying us on the ball illegally a lot of the time. 
They should yeah. have uh, a couple of a couple of yellow cards for some dangerous tackles. There was mm. there was uh, Robinson pulled uh, Lucas's shirt off at one point. Yeah, uh, it didn't even get a yellow card. Um, and I think that really set the tone to to say that Spurs were in for a, a real good physical game, but we didn't have the physical mentality on the pitch at all. We had a lot of players that were either out of confidence in front of goal, as in Richarlison, out of match fitness with Mora, Perisic in some cases, even though he's played a lot of game time. Um, and then you've got at the back, the back three. If you if you say to any other Premier League team, would you be happy? Sanchez, Dyer, Davis. Terrible. Nobody. Not even Bournemouth. No. Not even Bournemouth would. Terrible. You need to play your best players in your, like Gary, like Ricky's already said, your best, your most important game of the season up to now was tonight. Yeah. To win that, to go into the quarterfinals, and then we move on. Now, now you you think we're taking the 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 poor performance, continually uh, um, misfiring from people like Richarlison. We're taking that into the rest of the games that we've got into the AC Milan game. Do you know what I mean? We're taking that... And, and he's, got to su- he's got to summon some good form from somewhere instead of Harry started. Uh, we go two or three up in the first half, gaining confidence. Harry's obviously uh, in a good vein of, uh, vein of form in front of goal. You have him there supporting Richarlison. Richarlison gets like a bit of a scuff, scores, and then he takes that, that, that uh, form into the rest of the week. But at the moment, I, I just think it's it's a mishmash. Do the management actually realise how important the game was today? Because clearly, I don't think they did. Yeah, I, I really don't think they do, though, Rich. You know that? that that's the thing for me, Rich. That starting that team, I really genuinely don't think they either they don't realise how important it is or they don't give a shit. Because to change that team how they did, when we was on a momentum, we just got a great result against Chelsea. All the players are fit. Why would you not just start that team? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Unless you're looking at it like they looked at the Carabao Cup and they're like, do you know what? We want to focus on trying to stay in that top four. And if we stay in that FA Cup a bit longer, it's going to cause us a problem. So they purposely went out of the Carabao. I don't think for a minute they wanted to go anywhere in the Carabao because that was shit as well. They were poor, the team, when we went out of that. That was pathetic. And the same tonight. So are they looking at it thinking, well, we want to get a good run in the Champions League, but we want to finish in top four? Because starting that team... With the players that we did and the way they played, we, they didn't want to win that game. Gary, there's, there's, there's no way the likes of Harry Kane, Willie and Son don't care about this competition. They want a trophy as much as we do. Well, he and might have it's... wanted it, but he, you know, he's going to get it as much as I am because he was just sitting on the seat like I was. So it's pointless. It's a waste of time. Rich, you know, you start him, didn't you? So, Rich, let's come back to you. Um, Stephen writes here, seeing six changes, I called it before a ball was kicked. Pathetic. This is on Conte. Um, we as fans have seen this year after year after year, and I'll, I'll go back to that Colchester game again. Uh, of not starting the strongest possible eleven. Stupid. Why do we do this when, when it's such an important game to go through to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup? Naivety, isn't it? Naivety. Why would why wouldn't you play your key players in those key moments of your season? That's what it all. That's what it all um, boils down to. You need those leaders on the pitch. Dyer was captain from the start. 
I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I think he he's he's improved over the last couple of weeks. Um, but I think he's improved because the because of Romero because yeah. Romero set set the tempo. I I I don't think he's is a, a true le- leader. I think apart from that, I think Hoyerberg today. I think he just looked very tired. That head very of back, tired. That was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 for sure. And and like you were saying about uh, past results, where we've just let the let the uh, potential progression in a competition just fly by us because of the naive naivety about the kind you just go into a game and it, you win it. It just doesn't happen. You have teams like Sheffield United that bully you off the park. Middlesbrough did it the other year. They just bullied us, bullied us, have one moment, score, and then go through. Why do we continue to do it? I think it's um, we haven't got the um, the squad, uh, the, the the second eleven that comes in. I don't think are good enough. We're still looking for that uh, that player that can. Um, that can dissect the lines, that Ericsson player that I every time go on about, somebody that could come on that can change the game. We just we just we just bring on players that have that are very similar. Like Kulisteski coming on, very similar to Mora, better than Mora, but very very similar. We need to have somebody, somebody creative. The young lad that was playing for Sheffield United today, that's on loan from Man City Doyle, he was he was the man of the match. And he was on loan from from Man City, and he's just a young player that's that's uh, applying his trade at a lower level um, of football. And for me, we need to have a world class player in that position that either plays from the start or comes off and has a drastic change. Kane today, when he came on, didn't get really get a touch. Didn't get a touch, and that's because we weren't playing to Kane's strengths. Rich, what did you think of Rochelle? What did you think of Rochelle's season? <laughs> oh, that, that was... It's, I, yeah, I, I think um, I think it's either trying too hard. Um, I think, obviously, technically for Brazil, completely different to Spurs. Um, I, I think, obviously, you pay, playing through the middle, him, Kane, Sonny can all play through the middle. But like a lot of players, you need to have... Uh, a string of games. You can't just go straight into that position and expect to. You need to have the bullets for the gun, right? You need, and and he's not got the. He didn't have the um, the crosses to get onto. He didn't. I think his touch was a little bit off tonight. The, the couple of the shots that that he took were terrible. Um, confidence going up forwards now. It's not going to help. Um, I think we need to go back to the drawing board of how we utilise players like him, especially confidence players. I still think he could get, come good, but at the moment, him and Sonny are weak in that top three. Gary, do you think any first player performed and put a shift in the season? No, not really. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I, yeah. no, I think they're all shit. I mean, maybe you could say Mora did a few good runs, but they they were all just just really bad. They were all shit. I'm very disappointed. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think it's looking very likely that Woolwich are going to win the league, right? And for me, the only thing that would have probably helped me with that, 
And it might sound mad to some fans. And, you know, I was talking about down the gym earlier with Spurs fans and there's Arsenal fans there and everything else. And I said, look, it's looking like they're probably going to win the league. And for me, if we was to win the FA Cup, that would take a bit of the pain away for me. Um, because I'd, I'd enjoy... I'd enjoy us winning a trophy. You know, it's been 91 since the FA Cup, 2008 since the Carabao. But the FA Cup, I class bigger than the Carabao Cup. So for me, that would have taken some of the pain away. Now, is finishing in the top four and Arsenal winning the league going to take the pain away for me? No, it's not. So I'll say it on the show now. If we finish in the top four, yippee. If Arsenal win the league, it's, it means nothing to me, mate. I'm sick to death of it. Getting in top four every year to win nothing. I want a trophy. I'm sick to death. And Poch was the same. As much as everyone loves a Poch, he never took these competitions seriously. And he'd always start a shit team. And we started a shit team tonight and we're out. And we're looking up at Arsenal thinking they're going to win the league. And what are we going to win? Nothing. You're not winning nothing when you finish in the top four. We're not winning the Champions League. The only trophy, the only competition where the good chance of winning was that one tonight. That was the biggest game of our season. There probably won't be a bigger game all season. Because we're not going to win the Champions League, are we? Let's be honest about it. So, for me, that's it. Season's done, really. That's it. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. For me, it is. Come on, Gary. No, I'll, no, give no, I'll give you a whole I'll give you a whole later, Gary. For, right. for me, it is. For me, I wanted us to win this FA Cup, mate, because it's looking like they're going to win the league. So, for me, if we won a trophy after a long drought and they won the league, that would take the pain away. But, the reality is now they're going to win the league and we're going to win fuck all. And if we finish in top four, I couldn't give a shit because we do top four nearly every season. Drop me out of the top four. Let me finish sixth or seventh and win the FA Cup. And I would have been happy with that, mate. But Gaz, Gaz, you know what? That side, all right, however many changes there were, okay, and we can talk about rhythm and match fitness, okay? We can talk about those things because those things are factors. But that side tonight, I don't care what anybody says, should have been good enough to, there's no excuses why they lost tonight. They You're right. Good enough. You're 100% Listen. right with that, Ricky. You're right with that. In theory and on paper, yeah, they have should be good enough to go to Bramall Lane and beat Sheffield United. But in reality, they're not good enough because players like Sanchez, who we played 42 million for, are absolute dog shit. The worst Sheffield United player tonight was better than Sanchez. And that's the cold truth of it. You know, and that's why if the, you know, if the wheels are spinning and we've got a good result against Chelsea, you just take that into the most important game because that game tonight was more important than the Chelsea game. So I, I, I hear what you're saying, bro, but we've been we've been looking for depth and we've been looking for, you know, um, you know, we've been looking. We've said during the season how we wanted some of, some of those other players to get some game time. As well, do you know? So I'm looking at that team and I'm seeing 60 million pound Richarlison. You know, I'm seeing yeah. Sonny there. I'm seeing Lucas, who's an experienced player. I'm seeing Hoiberg, who's an experienced player. I've seen Saar, who's done well in Milan. You know, uh, I'm seeing 40 million pound Pedro Porro, who's. I hear who's, you. You know, I hear you. you know, I hear you, Ricky. Sanchez, no, I listen, and I get it with Sanchez. And, and, and to say, and I say this a lot, none of us. And I hope I can speak for all of us, but none of us want to slag off our own players. No, I would no, love definitely it. not. No, it, I would love it if Sanchez had a weldie tonight, and I would sing. I would sing his praises tonight if he had yeah. a weldie. But let me tell you, it is nothing that Sheffield United done that that made him you, you, that 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 caused the frailties and the mistakes that 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 Sanchez yeah. made tonight. Just they were him. all his own. 
He yeah. tripped over his own feet. It's like his shoelaces was undone from minute five. And, and do you know what, Ricky? You, do you know what you're saying is spot on, right? With Pora, with Mora, with Son. Like, I totally get you with that. But what I would say to that, because it's good to have this debate and be on the show and do all this, mm. what I would say is those three players are not in form and have just come back from injury. So don't risk them players because Poro's started for Tottenham really badly. Mora's come back from injury and Son's been missing for most of the season. So what I would say in that, in a game of this magnitude, this importance, don't risk rocking the apple cart too much. Start with the team that beat Chelsea and get the job done because bringing in Poro, starting Son, bringing in Sanchez, all those things combined cost us the game. Richarlison, yeah, and, like, and, and like you said, Rich, earlier, like, you know, Perisic, I, it was a really poor game from him. I think, yeah. he, you know... You know, I, I don't think he helped us at all. Now, on Poro, when I was saying flashes, right, when I say flashes, there, there were a couple. So, that, there was a long cross with the right-hand foot that Sonny brought down dead. Yeah. Do you remember that long-ass cross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. brought it down dead. And, and, and you know, if, they, if, if but a maybe, that could yes. have been something. Do you know what I mean? The, the, the ball that went into Richarlison, where he hit it over the bar, but you should have got it on target, you know. So, there were flashes. Every time Sonny in the first half tries to do a little drop, a dribble. What game was it? Was, he, he it against, was it against Morecambe when we was losing? I think we brought on a, a few players and then we finally, I think we scored in the 80th and the 85th. It was a similar thing. We just got out of yeah. jail and that could have happened tonight. We could have got out in jail against Sheffield United, but I just think to myself, why risk it? Why? No, why? I, I agree with you, brother. Just, I agree with you. I mean, look, listen. I, I, you but know, that side I, should like have Rich been able Rich to is, win tonight. Rich is bro. saying it's not that bad. I get it, Rich. If you don't feel as bad as I do about it, that's, you know, I'm glad. But for me, I'm fucking fuming. I'm raging with this team in this club. You know, I'm absolutely fucking raging with them because it's 32, 33 years for the FA Cup. This was such a good opportunity to get into the quarters. And look who it would have been. We'd have had a home tie against them idiots. We'd have been in the semi final. Listen, who knows? Maybe in hindsight, it's better to go out now and get to the final and lose, I guess. That's one way of looking at it, because we probably would have blew it anyway. But we had I, such a good chance. It's so frustrating. I, 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 I tell you what really does me, all right? What really does me is that we've had a, we've had confidence crisis, but especially this year, all right? Especially 2023. Yeah. We've been up and down, up and down, up and down, and we just started hitting the curve again. Up, 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 and we get to a cup game where not every fan wants it. I'm sh Conte's a winner; he wants a cup in 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 the cabinet as well. Yeah. Kane, Son, Hugo, we've spoken about this for I don't know how long. Those those players that do deserve to lift the trophy, yeah. and for all of us to go down the high road and celebrate, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's like we 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 had all of these things, and I just don't understand how that eleven. Can't go out there and get the job done. Look, barring Sanchez, I think, unfortunately, I, 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 Sanchez has all the attributes to be a great bloody well player. He does. But yeah. but he messes himself up all the time. It's all. Why is it always Sanchez that slips it's like just, that? He's just... He's just <laughs> it's so always nervous. Sanchez. He makes me nervous and he's so nervous. And look, you know, we was it before with Emerson Royale, but he changed things around very, very quickly, Emerson Royale, so we'll give him that. But Sanchez has had how many years? Five years? Six years? I mean... Oh, he's been there longer than that. How, how, long, how many years has it been now, Chris? Longer than six? Uh, 2017, I think, he signed. Six years? Yeah. Okay, six. Probably just feels longer. 
I just yeah. think to myself, though, you know, it's a bit like, you know, like in the first sort of five, ten minutes, like we spoke about Sanchez, it's the same of a goalkeeper. Jovi drops the ball or he's a bit shaky. It puts the team under pressure. I yeah. think, you know, with the back lot that we had there and with the way Sanchez was playing, I just think straight away, the confidence was just building. And the longer the game went on, like, like what Rich and, and you mentioned it as well, Ricky, I was watching that game and the amount of sidewards and backward passes were just painful to watch. And it was never boom, boom, boom. It was just pass, back, sideways, back, there, back. And and ultimately, that's because you don't have Romero on the pitch. You don't have Kane on the pitch. You're missing those sort of players that would then, you know, just do a nice little tackle, run a pass through Kane's vision, flicking it on for um, Son if he was on or Richardson. But we didn't have nothing, man. We had nothing in midfield. On top of that, we had a shit defence. And we started with Mora, who's not match fit. And with Son, who's out of form. And Richarlison, you know, look, Rich, I like Richarlison. I really, really do. And I like the, I love the way he winds up the players and stuff like that. But even him tonight, I mean, that shot he done nearly went out for a fucking throw-in, didn't it? Yeah. Chris, what do you think? Do you think it was the team? Like, what? What Do you think Sheffield United were great? What, what made us lose tonight? What do you think made us fucking lose? Sheffield United were decent, but as a lot of people have said, and as we all know, um, they made a number of changes today. Their manager was up in the, uh, the gantry as well, yeah. um, so he wasn't in the dugout. There, there are lots of things. We made too many changes. We've been here so many times. I feel yeah. like I've already done this show because I feel like this is like Middlesbrough all over again. Colchester. Yeah. Colchester, you know, yeah. Roads where I'm feeling like I am now, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm so angry. I'm so angry with it. And I, and I always feel like this when we go out of a cup competition because I want the cup so badly. I really do. Uh, there's, yeah. there's nothing I want more, as Ricky just said, than see the, the, the bus parading down the high road past our, yeah. our lovely stadium to, to lift a trophy. It's just, it's just so long. I'm so, I'm so angry. I'm so bored of, of keep having the same conversations about And, and the thing is, yeah. right, I, and you're right, Chris, you know, l- listen, look, we shouldn't look at, we shouldn't listen and, you know, take notice of rival fans, but, we are, we are a joke. We're a laughing stock. We really are. Now, if we fall out of the top four, I don't know. Let's say, for argument's sake, Arsenal do win the league, OK? And we finish six, but we win the FA Cup. Are we going to be a laughing stock? No. At the moment, we're not going to win every, any trophy again. And then we fall out of the top four. We're going to look like a laughing stock then. Yes. So that getting that FA Cup and getting through and going on run was almost a bit of a safety net for us because... You know, it's just a matter of time we're going out of the Champions League, Chris. We're not winning it. We know we ain't. Look, I would love nothing more than get to the end of the season and you play this back and I say, I made a mistake. We won the Champions League. But in reality, we're not winning the Champions League. We probably won't even turn it around at home against Milan. So that's gone. Are we going to get top four? Possibly. But Newcastle might nick fourth spot. We're not going to finish second or third. And Arsenal are probably going to win the league. So the only thing I was holding on to was like, do you know what? We've got a very good opportunity to win the FA Cup because all the big teams practically were out. They're all yeah. out. I don't got what you got left of them, Man U, uh, City. Man United and Man City are the two teams. That's it. You're nothing else. Do you know what I mean? And and listen, as silly as it sounds like after losing to Sheffield United, on our day, we're capable of beating any of those teams. We went up to Man United and absolutely spanked them, humiliated them. We don't, I don't even mention City. We know the score was City. We can beat them on our day. But we've gone out to Sheffield United at Bramall Lane. Now, part of that is, yes, the referee was very biased. 
and there were some very bad decisions there. But ultimately, we've gone out because we've started a different shit team. And that's why we're out. And that's why we're here again on your show, Chris, talking about the same things. And next season, when the season starts, we're going to go out the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup the exact same way because we're not going to start with our best and strongest 11. So we deserve all we get. Ricky, in the eighth minute, um, <laughs> Lucas Moura... Yeah. We've only got to the eighth minute. <laughs> well, we're not even starting, have we? Um, oh, actually, over the bar from a corner, after eight minutes, Lucas Moura had a chance to square it to Richarlison. I wanted to ask you your opinion on Lucas Moura because, of course, we know he's leaving Tottenham Hotspur at the end of this season. Was it right to play Lucas Moura this evening? Oh, I don't know whether it was the right decision to to start him, but I tell you what, it, it, for me, he was a he was a bright spark, and he started getting things popping. Like I said, first time passing, he he was making a pass and a run before it even happened. Do you know what I mean? And that got Sheffield United on the back foot. There was also a lovely bit of play between Lucas and Richarlison, and I think Oro, but it was basically like they was flicking it about. It it yeah. was like Brazil for about thirty seconds. Yeah. Where they, and and it got they got to have a shot off as well, but obviously didn't go nowhere. But you know, Lucas does bring that, and he is a very well liked, well loved, well respected player. And with Lucas, you know, we know anything can happen. The one thing he doesn't do is follow the rules. So you know what I mean? Like for for a Conte strict, rigid system, he's not one of those that follow the rules. He tries to break those lines, and he does try risky passes or or a risky run, or something. And that's what he, I saw him doing tonight, and he was the brightest spark for me. Now, taking him off, even taking him off tonight, I, I, I personally, I didn't want to take him off. Just because Agreed. I felt he was, he, he, he was the only one that was pro pro progressing our play. When yeah. Kulu came on, I, I didn't see anything from Kulu tonight. That was another nah, flat right, performance Ricky. from him as well. So, so for me, you know, even though I wouldn't have chose to start him, the fact that they did start him, he was the brightest spark in the side, and and he gives me confidence as a super sub. Or, or again, if we have to start him, you know. So yeah. I, I think he overall the time that he had on the field, I think it was it, it was a it was a good showing from him for his first start in a long, long while. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't really influence the game, though, did he? Like, but nobody so... did, though, Rich. No, no he, that, know, that's yeah. why. That's why for me, he was the, he was, was the brightest part. Yeah, yeah, yes, agreed, agreed. And and like I said before, I think when you're bringing somebody off the bench, it needs to be something different. We we brought players on and took players off of very similar ilk. It had nothing yeah. different. So so Kulaseski struggled because he was told to do exactly the same thing as what Mora was doing before. It just I just we need to have plan B. It, we, we we it was the same old Tosh and, and Kane went up there and they just marked him out of the game. I th I think I think the first half you could probably say in like three words, we were shit. That's it. That's yeah. Well Rich, after fifteen minutes when Min Son uh, he had a first shot on target, tried to call it in the far post. Comfortable for the goalkeeper. Six minutes later, Saar with a long-range effort on target, easy for the goalkeeper again. And then a real great chance for us after 29 minutes. Sanchez played a great ball forward uh, to Richarlison, who brought yeah. over the bar. <laughs> He's got to be getting that on target, hasn't he? 
Yeah, for sure. I, I, I'd never thought you'd actually say Sanchez and Gray in the same sentence. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> no, let's just say, let's just say, look, let's say lucky, lucky ball through. It was, it, I think he was clearing the ball. I think he was clearing the ball, and he went to Richarlison. <laughs> nah, Rich, that, Rich, don't do that to him. Listen, let's mate, be fair. Mate, we'll no, critique I've, no, him when he's critiqued. He put a good ball just in. Bury him. That's no, it. forget it. They're all shit, man. They're all shit. <laughs> all, all fucking shit. Like Gary said, shit, shit, shit. All of them. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the frustrating thing is, it's like, you know, when you try and hold on to the little things, like, um, like Maura did a nice little turn I'm on trying. seven minutes. No, man. No, you have to, you have to say how it is. Look, we, we were nowhere good enough. That opportunity for Richarlison... If that fell for Harry, 1 0. Yeah. Shall we? 1 0. Yeah. 1 0. Then uh, Richarlis. Uh, That's why we start him, isn't half time. That's exactly, exactly right. And yeah. I, I, I think, um, I don't know whether it was because uh, the Spurs management saw that um, Sheffield United had a lot of illness within the, the team and they decided to make some change, make six changes, but. Massively affected the game. Um, the opportunities that we had weren't cutthroat chances. Even no. the goal that they scored, uh, mistake from like like Sanchez didn't close down the ball. Sanchez didn't close down the ball. Uh, it was through Dyer's legs. Uh, Fraser Foster. Fraser Foster was poor. Yeah, tw- tw- it took him about twenty nine minutes to get down to the ball, and then he got his foot to it. And yeah. He couldn't keep it out. Uh, up until that point, I thought maybe he's got a future with the team. But like I said before, there's there's players that were in our squad that in September they need to be gone straight away. No, no ifs and buts. They need to be gone. One or two players have, have showed their worth, like Davis. Obviously. Steady Davis, he's done quite well over the last couple of weeks, but so many players that should go. And Richarlison, like you're saying, on that effort, he should get it on target. Mm. But the reason why he didn't because of the pressure. He's on the he's on he's on the field in that position, and he's obviously not been playing well in front of goal. He's I think he's done a lot of work off the ball that's been quite uh, progressive. Not 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 anything brilliant in front of goal. You need to have Harry show him the way. You need to you need yeah. to give him that. Like I said, you need to have one of those shank moments like Sonny had um, when he came off um, when he scored that hat trick when he came off the bench. Leicester, he, he, he sh- yeah, it's Leicester. Yeah. Shank one of the the I think the first one kind of got a deflection and went in. Yeah, and then that built his confidence, but he's still not really built off that. No, uh, Richarlison needs one of those really. But I think all that first half was very, very, very poor. We did have chances, though, Rick, because uh, yeah, 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 but the, it could have been very different. Two, two minutes later, Lucas Moura had a chance. He blasted it over the bar. And then five minutes before half-time, Lucas Moura hit the crossbar. Um, was that a shot? Was it a cross? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't believe. I can't believe you're saying we had chances. We didn't we really did. have chances. But, no, but, we didn't. But, but Lucas Moore and Richardson were not clinical. They did not take their opportunities tonight. The two. I, 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 I don't think. I don't think the build-up play was good enough. I, I think when you're the chance, the, the chance that Moore had was a cross. It wasn't even a chance. It was just like it, it, it literally had his head down, 
he was like praying. He had his head down, praying to get the to get it past the first man. It hits across the top of the crossbar and it goes out. It was use, useless. I, I, that first half, I did not see any clear opportunities at all, apart from the Richarlison one, which he screwed up, and the rest was crap. I mean, Chris, there is don't one tell positive. me they had chances. We didn't have. There no is chances. one positive that I can bring out of tonight, and that is Arsenal, Chelsea. Or West Ham can't win the FA Cup. So that is one positive. <laughs> you know, but on the, it's a double-sided yeah. sword because that was such a good opportunity for us. But at least we don't have to face Arsenal, Chelsea or West Ham winning the bloody FA Cup because that would just make it even worse. Do you know what I mean? To, to be honest, Gary, I couldn't care less what all these other clubs do. I, I, see, I do. You see, now this is the thing, right? I, I do I care what they do. And if Arsenal win the league, either. I am going to care about it. And I will have rousing arguments with people down at Jim and Arsenal fans. And I will kick off. And it will piss me off that we've blown the FA Cup. And that's me. Because I hate Arsenal more than I love Tottenham. Because a lot of the time uh, I hate Tottenham. Because they're bottle jobs like tonight. So I hate Arsenal and I hate Chelsea. And that's why I don't want them winning the league. And that's why I do care what they do. Because it's very important to me that they don't win anything and they fuck up. Like what we do every year. Chris. <laughs> Chris, I've got a question though. What, why, why do we all think that we have a a game like against Chelsea or Man City, and then we can't replicate that performance like week exactly. in week out? Con- why consistent. do we, why do we think that? Is? We have never been consistent. This is what is so frustrating, and, and this is what I just don't understand. How you can be champions one week, go up to Leicester, get fucked up there. Um, come back, beat West Ham, beat Chelsea, and then they'll have a result like this. Yeah. I can't accept it. I, I, I just don't understand it's, it. That is Thursday. It's a, it's, a, it, it's a reflection of this season. That particular week, Chris, that Man City game being our best game of the season and then that Leicester game being our worst game of the season happening within a week. Yeah, That's a reflection yeah. of our season. And that's what troubles me about this result tonight as well is how these boys pick them up and pick themselves up and go again. Because we, like I was we saying, were we, 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 we were climbing the curve. We were going up. We was on an upward trajectory. And then we've hit this in a cup game in a, in a, in a, in a you know, like a, a, an all-in game where you've got to put all your chips on the table in this game. Otherwise, it's win or lose. And we've done it's a, that. And we've, it's the same as last year, though, It's the same as last year. And mm. the Conference League and all of that palaver. Yeah. And that was all, that was all the second street. Look at us, Chris, when well. we went to Vitesse and lost yep. 1-0. You know, I was probably just as angry as I am tonight. You know what, what I mean? What was because the, what was for me, I wanted to win Europa Conference. People laughed at that. But I said to them, listen, if we win Europa Conference, it's a trophy. I'm with you. What was the game yeah. at home? That was the worst one. I think it was Conte's first game where he had to make three subs. I think Lucas, Kane and somebody else, Sonny maybe. And yes. then we ended up winning the game. Yeah, but yeah. We were together. We were together for that one. Oh, but yeah. I, That's the one we were all together. Yeah, Mira. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mura, Mura, Mura. Mura, yeah. God almighty. That's it. Who, this, who, who the hell are... Who, who are Mura? And, and we had to do that. So, yeah. you know, we, we, I, I'm fed up with it as well. With, I remember the they scored like a proper club. good goal, didn't they, Maura? They scored a banging goal. Actually, this show is like Pacos and Pereira all over again. Yeah. <laughs> it, I forgot it? about yeah. it. My God. Yeah. Um, Pereira, look, look, I was having a Ferrero while she just in before I came <laughs> on. Look. 
Although, yeah, man, look, this is all I got tonight because I've been screaming and shouting, man. Oh, I think you're going to need a Most box. Most of that then. was directed at Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Sheffield United had a chance just for half time. Could have already shot wide um, after a mistake from Hoybier. Rich, let's come back to you because Pierre Emil Hoybier has been a real rock for us this season, but even him. His performance this season was poor. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I, I uh, blame Sanchez for that mistake as well. <laughs> oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is because yeah, we didn't play Emerson Royale. You know, that's why we lost, isn't it? Oh, well, can, oh my can, can I just say that a number of, uh, there's been a number of comments in saying why was Emerson Royale dropped, but he did actually have a knock to his knee. That is yeah, the he wasn't even on the won. bench, was he? No. Nah, I thought that. Yeah, I, I think um, Hoyerberg just looked tired today. Um, I think his decision-making on the ball, uh, he just looked very laboured with his approach to the game. And so did a lot of the players. Do you know, even even that last five minutes where we're chasing the game, they're very passive. Why yeah. are we not... Not at one moment did we think, actually, let's get Fraser Foster in, in, in the box. He's like six foot, I mean, 12... Get him in the box. Just, just mm. like, pile the balls in. Have something different. Just nothing. Yeah. But like, like you're saying, like, um, Hoyerberg, I think he, Skippy would have been better starting than Hoyerberg, I think, tonight. I think at least he'd have the um, he'd have the drive, hopefully, that he had against Chelsea where he was getting really stuck in. Um, Goal, the, players did, the, the, the players didn't even do that, apart from Sars' challenge where he got booked. We didn't really get stuck in tonight, which um, I think when you go a goal down, you've got to do something different to get back into the game. And if it's if it doesn't come from the bench, it needs to come from on the pitch itself. Um, and that for me was the worrying thing that the players weren't putting themselves out. Going actually, I'm going to get stuck in here. I'm going to try and um, make a change of the kind of atmosphere on the pitch, make something happen, and. Um, I think Hoyerberg sometimes has been that player, but with Benzig Kuhl next to him. And I, th- I think he's he's missing that leadership because sometimes if Hoyerberg has a shitty game where he, he he's he's not really in the game, then Benzig Kuhl b- bails him out a bit. I think today it, it definitely, it was calling for one of those moments where Benzig Kuhl hits one from about 25 yards into the bottom right-hand corner where, where Hoyerberg... I think tonight he was. He just looked very tired. I think, never mind uh, Harry having a, a rest. I think um, Hoyerberg needs one. But anyway, why should the players need a rest? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Why should the yeah, it was players Sunday. Need a rest? they played Sunday. I know. I mean, uh, well, you know what? With, with Hoyerberg tonight, he switched off a couple of times, but he switched off yeah. with a goal as well. When yeah. it hit him, it bounced up, and it was like he just totally switched off. Normally, yeah, it froze all over it? that. Like, froze. He froze. He froze. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it wasn't one of those deflections where, you know, it hits you and you think, oh, it's going off for a corner or it's going out. or, or it, it, it hit him, and he just froze and stopped for about three seconds. And that was long enough for, for the melee. Um, in the box, and then the guy scores. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, 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 I wanted more from Hoiberg. I, I needed a bit of the Viking tonight, and 
like, like you said there, Rich, I think he was, you know, a bit pooped, a bit out, yeah, out on his last legs tonight. Embarrassing. Yeah. They played three in the centre to our two, and I think that was also a, a, a bad uh, um, tactical mistake. I think we need to have the numbers in the, in the middle of the park that are really going to battle for you yeah, as a team. You know, it's like what the, you said, Rich. To we, win those duels. We never look like scoring, though, tonight. If I'm honest with you, if you if you watch back, I mean, I don't know what it felt for you being there, Chris, but watching it on the TV tonight, we hit the crossbar. At any point, we hit the crossbar plus their chances. No, you'll see that crossbar back. That crossbar is a cross. That's never going in. That's just like a missed kick cross. We never ever looked like scoring tonight. That team that played tonight, Tottenham, were absolute shit. I never saw that team going forward and thought we could get a goal here. They were crap. From defence to midfield to up front, they were proper shit. If Rashad and Lucas Mora actually got some shots on target, we might have scored. You know, that shot from Richarlison that we'll come on to in a minute, it nearly hit the corner flag. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Picture the scene: all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Yeah. I think that sums the night up. Yeah. Yeah. But we weren't, we weren't threatening. We, do you know what I mean? Well, we should, like, well, we the best opportunities were Sheffield United. I mean, they should have been one up at half time anyway. You know? Gary, I mean, Gary, I, 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 think, I think we're probably the most impressed because David's bought me a drink, so thanks, David. And Stephen's just bought you one. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Steve. Uh, tell him I won't spend it on drink, I'll spend it on sweets. <laughs> well, let's crack on to talk about the second half. Three minutes after the break, Hunmin Song corner, glancing header from Perisic towards goal, goalkeeper, but uh, very tame. Um, Spurs fans were singing Oliver Skip's name in the 51st minute. A couple of minutes later, Hunmin Song on the edge of the box, shot over the bar. This is what I mean. The, the, the shots today, every shot was either wide or over the bar. But we yeah. did have chances. Ricky, what, what is it about Hunmin Song this season? Still struggling. I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew, Chris, because we, we, we know what a dynamite player that, that you know, Sonny is, and, and we know what quality he brings. We, we, you can't go from golden boot winner to, you know, a, 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 a B-sided type of player, you know? <laughs> he's, been, he, he's, he's struggled the whole season. He's had a few bright sparks, but he's struggled the whole season, 
And I thought that this kind of period of time, the last couple of games where he's been on the bench, I really did think, all right, and cool. And he admitted it within a within an interview that he done. Yeah. Where he, where he said, you know, what? I I know I haven't been up to my best, and I I know that the Spurs fans expect more from me, and I, and I know I can give more, and so I, you know, that was a really refreshing. He didn't shy away from the responsibility that he should take as, as one of those senior players and one of one of our world-class players. So he knows it as well. I just don't know, bro. As soon as I see him start to dribble and he gets caught up in his own feet, I know it's not going to be his night. And that's happened a couple of times this season. You know, I still believe in Sonny. Don't get it twisted. I do. I, I think he's, he's dynamite. And I think that players go through this a lot, you know. And I go back to his first season that he turned up where he had to try and fight his way to get into the team. And he was a bit kind of, I don't know whether I'm going to stay at Tottenham or I'm going to go because can I do it here? Can I do it in the Premier League? Can I do it in this team? So you you saw the amount of determination he had and the amount of work that he put in to get into that team and stay in that team and be that world-class, reliable Mr. Tottenham player. So I, I, I don't think that guy has gone forever. He's going to come back. But, you know, my gosh, Sonny, it needs to come back quickly, mate, because yeah. we, needed you, we, we needed you tonight. We needed you to be the man tonight. And, and whenever yeah. we've asked you to be the man, you've stepped up. When Harry Kane, you know, was going to go Man City and he didn't want to play that first game against Man City, who played up top? Who took the responsibility? Yeah. Sonny. And he went and got the winning goal as well. Sonny, yeah. don't, you know, he, he's a diamond. He's a diamond. He's a diamond. He's one of our best players. It, the stats will tell you for assists and goals and efforts and runs and heat maps, the lot. Whatever graph you can pull up, he's, he's normally he is top of, you know, or close to the top of most of them. It, I just don't know what's happened this year. I don't know whether it's a, 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 accumulation of that, that South Korea summer training, then the World Cup. Then, uh, you know, you, you know, the beginning mm. of the season, we was playing games every two, three days as well. Then he's gone to the World Cup and then straight away they haven't had any rest, any recuperation, straight back into the Premier League again beginning of this year. I don't know whether that's had an effect. I don't know whether the mask has had an effect. Yeah, the fact that he got hurt. Yeah. And, and some, some will say these are all excuses for Sonny, but you've got to remember some of them are reasons as well. They might, you mm -hmm. might call it excuses, but some of them are reasons. And, yeah. I, you know, I really hope that he, he, he comes back to that guy that we can... You know, you know the sunny and 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 the, and the goal celebrations and the smiley, you know the smiles and that guy we know and love. I can't wait to see that guy we know and love again. Every Rick, time we've seen a Rick. hit of it this year, you know we've held on to it. Yes, go on, Rich. I think I think technically, I think Sonny's just he wanted it a little bit too much. He's not been that ex uh, instinctive player that we've had in the past. The balls normally come across to him, and he's took that first touch early. Yeah. So he's hit it early, short backswing, bang, back of the net before the keeper moves. Today, there was two or three opportunities where he'd kind of, he just tried to hit it too hard or he tried to kind touch. of... Put, yeah, and, and, yeah, and I've seen, I've seen that throughout the season. I would say the difference in last season to this season has been um, his role in the team maybe has changed slightly, but also... Because of that injury, you're right, Rick. I think the injury to his cheekbone has affected his confidence on the pitch. Yeah. And also it affected how he controls the ball when he's running with it as well. Mm. Yeah. Rich, Jerome writes on the screen now, modelling the football not going well together just after the alley. Sonny is going to be the same. 
Um, yeah, that's rubbish. Well, that's rubbish. What, what have you made Sorry, of man, That's rubbish. Wicked, that's my favourite. Yeah, that's my favourite shot. I think it's better than um, our friend. I got, them, the top I got them pants, I wear them on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, 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 Gary's going to model with Sonny next, aren't you, Gary? Yeah. Pajama I'm section. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, That's I think, a different... Oh, I'm not going to say it. Listen, 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 guys, look. Professional footballers, professional athletes, when they do that kind of work, it's outside of their work hours on the football pitch. It's nothing to do with um, its performance on the pitch at all. Um, all that stuff's controlled by the, the, the club. Um, so I've got an agent like the footballers have and obviously Gaz, Gaz as well and Rick and um, you, you know where your, your bread and butter is which is your work that you work uh, yeah. nine to five and then everything else is on top of it so it's, I think it's the just confidence is, like what you said it's just confidence oh, that's what it is it's, oh, mass, it's oh. massive yeah confidence and momentum for sure yeah. and, and, and also to kind of de- debunk that comment as well if you've ever seen the sensational uh, documentary. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, that the, the guy works and he's worked so hard to get here, not only yeah. to Germany but to get into the Premier League and to be an established player, one that the, his country can rely on, and Tottenham Hotspur can. And and you know, if if you know about his dad, the way his dad dr- drills yeah, him, he does so extra strict. training, and you know that. So it, it's it's not that he's not aware. It's not that he doesn't try. Maybe he's trying too hard. Maybe it's meaning too much to him. Maybe he wants to be that player again, you know, and, and, and it's just that pressure on him is, is almost working against him. Maybe. But yeah. but if you, if you ever want to doubt, you know, if you ever think to doubt Sonny, check out that documentary on Amazon Prime. Sensational, it's called. And it's a yeah, fantastic brilliant. insight to the man and the player. Actually, don't check out this version because that's the English version. That's only one episode. Check out the Korean version. There's about eight to ten episodes. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> those are the ones to watch. Um, oh, and where did you find that? During, it, it's online. Um, you can, all right, all right. During COVID, they merged all of these. I think it was eight or ten episodes. They merged them all into one um, and made the, the English version. But um, I'm actually in one of the Korean episodes. Um, you can get it. On, you can get it on that stick. Get on that stick that you have to pay for. <laughs> yeah, I got one I of those. No stick. <laughs> I got one of those. I'm <laughs> selling them as a bit of a sideline. Yeah, I can get You're... you one, Rick. Don't worry. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is buy me a few bags of Haribo's and we're sorted. Well, before we get closed down, let's talk about the 61st minute. Uh, Richarlison had a shot from 20 yards, Rich. Uh, nearly hit the corner flag. Uh, he is yet to score in the Premier League for Spurs. He's only scored two goals all season in the Champions League. Four minutes later, Harry Payne came on for Richarlison. How will you describe Richarlison's performance and uh, his time at Spurs so far? Like average, isn't it? Average. Yeah, um... There's somebody on the on the commentary today said obviously as a as a striker you're uh, judged on the your goals or your your goal um, um, assists and he's he's been very average obviously this season um, I think he's had to adapt to the the role that he's pl- will play at Spurs um, I was really looking forward to seeing him playing that. Um, in that position that Harry normally takes, 
And um, I think he really didn't take his uh, his opportunity today. But like you said, Chris, he had, he had that opportunity where if he um, one-on-one with the keeper, um, a little bit of pressure from the uh, centre-back from Sheffield United, if we got that on target, he'd have scored probably and uh, the confidence then would have been um, affected in that positive way. I think uh, Richarlison, um, £60 million as well. We expect more from him, not just the effort on the pitch, not just bullying other players. You've got other players in the team to do that. I think Richarlison, Sonny and, and Harry are players that you expect a certain amount of play, uh, goals. I would expect from Richarlison 15, 15 goals a season. And then that cements you, obviously, top three uh, challenging for the title kind of position where we're at the moment because of lack of consistency. We're miles away from that. Richarlison's uh, form, as well as Sonny's, <coughs> is a massive reason why we're not actually achieving the things that we should be doing as a as a team. You look at the quality we've got through the team and that front line, very similar to when it was like Harry, Sonny and Bale. You've got like you've got really good players in those that in those four positions. I think we've we all know what what Spurs need. We need to have that creative player in midfield. Um to kind of to support or forward three. Conte won't play that, that that kind of creative player in that three up front. But I think we need to have somebody that comes off either off the bench and, and does that as a as a plan B uh, to support people like Richarlison. I also think um Richarlison's uh time at Spurs has been affected by service and he's not had a massive amount of service. You look at the goal scoring opportunities that Richarlison's had that he's fluffed. Apart from today, he's not had a massive amount of them. Um, and that's probably what's worrying to me, that he's not actually getting the opportunities in front of goal. Gary, let's come to you. Let's talk about Pedro Porro. Um, in the 71st minute, he had a shot with his left foot over the bar. Uh, a couple of minutes later, Lucas Moura um, and Saar went off. Kulisewski and Skip came on. Um, in the 76th minute, Porro, with a long-range effort again, went wide. What did you think of his performance Today in Spurs, and of course, you know, his debut was really poor at Leicester. Yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't great tonight either, was he? Let's be honest. I mean, he controlled the ball really well for his for his shot, and then he just didn't get a proper bend on it. He just snatched it, and it was it went a bit wide. But overall, in the game, he wasn't very good. He'd done a couple of uh, bad passes, a couple of late tackles. He just didn't look very good, did he? Let's be honest about it. I mean, it's mad when you think about it because you know, as the transfer window was just closing. We were begging for him, you know, he was down to the last five minutes and we were thinking, look, we, we need him in because Emerson Royale is just an absolute nightmare, you know, at that point. And then a few games later, it's funny how things change. But again, I, you know, you can't write him off yet. He's going to need time. You know, it's very different coming from where he done to, to go into the Premier League. And I'm not making excuses, but it's going to take him a bit of time to settle in and, you know, catch up to pace a bit and stuff like that. But honestly, his debut was terrible. And tonight he wasn't much better, you know, and and that's the truth. I mean, what can you say? I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? Unfortunately, how's, how's Doherty doing? Can we get Doherty back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, you must have his number, mate. You're you're his number one fan. You must have oh, his number. Come on. Tell you, we're, we're Where's the shirt? Where's the shirt? I bet you got your shirt underneath your top there, haven't you? Yeah, you love that Doherty shirt. You love it. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I can't believe we're still talking. 
fullbacks, but I felt that both fullbacks this evening were quite poor. Perisic, yeah, poor. Um, Perisic, I thought was poor this evening. Yeah, Gareth, yeah. Let, let's come to you on Perisic because I've got to admit, I expected so much more from him. Yeah, not good at all, mate. He had a very bad game tonight. And he's not been good, really. I mean, <clears throat> the only thing I like about Perisic is it doesn't happen often enough, but it almost happened tonight, is when the corner comes in and he flicks it on, he always seems to be there to get that flick on from the corner. Could have got a goal there, you know, or could have at least headed it on and flicked it on for someone. He's done that before and we've scored like that before. But apart from getting in good positions to flick a corner ball on, he hasn't really done much else. I mean, it's unfortunate, but he's not the youngest of players. Um Yes, he brings experience and stuff to the club, but ultimately we need more than experience at the moment. You know, we need players that are going to perform. And he didn't he didn't have a good game, but you know, like like we spoke about earlier, we all said it. No one really had a good game tonight. You know, I just wonder though, right? Do you, when they go in that dressing room tonight after that defeat, do you think they're as disappointed as what the fans are, or do you think they're not as positive if it's just the FA Cup or what? I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wonder, so. were they, forget about the scoreline, but were they more disappointed and, and angry that they lost away to Leicester? Or were they more disappointed and angry that they lost night? Because I've got a feeling that I don't think they're that bothered. I don't think no, they're that bro. bothered about tonight. Yeah. You, you said this earlier, though, Gary. You know, you can't imagine Harry Kane not being bothered about going out of the FA Cup when, you know, you think about someone like Harry Kane, England captain, going to all of those England captains. Uh, camps, you know, all the time, and every single player is saying, oh, look, Premier League trophy, oh, Premier League uh, medal, um, FA Cup winner's medal. Um, you know, the amount of teammates that he's got for England, you know, picking up medal, medal after medal after medal. Look, look at Christian Eriksen, for example. Yeah. Gone off to Inter Milan, won the title there, just won the Carabao Cup the other day, picked yeah. up a couple of medals since leaving Spurs. It's just... And oh, don't forget, in, in between that, he died for about eight minutes. Well, there you are. And, and some, some of these players, they must be very, very tough. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the reality of it. I feel so yeah, It's the truth, though, isn't it? When you actually think yes. about it, do you know what I mean? But, like, the yeah. thing that I'm thinking is, if it means that much to Harry Kane and stuff like that, surely he has to have a word and say to, you know, like Conte or whoever, and say, listen, I need to start this game. You know, he's, he's got to push his authority across as, as Harry Kane and say, I want to start tonight. I need to start this game. You know what I mean? Because to me, if he's sitting on the bench for 60, 65 minutes and stuff, does he really care that much? I just, I just doesn't sit right with me, mate. You know, Tottenham Hotspur doesn't sit right with me in the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup. It never has done. I just feel like the club, the players... I'm not that bothered. I generally just... And there's nothing telling me any different. No, they ha they have to be bothered, Gaz. You can't you can't bring in a serial winner like Antonio Conte and, and not just be bothered. They've got to be bothered. They, they bloody well have to be. You know, some, some of them players that should have taken their chance tonight, you know, they've got to be bothered. I mean, maybe Sanchez could... There was a report a little while ago that said that Sanchez was like, oh, if I don't play, then I, I, I might think about leaving. Well, I, I think a lot of people are thinking about you leaving. So let's see what happens there. But yeah, you know, and, and, and maybe he was one. I, I, but then I, I, you see, I think I, I see it in his face that Sanchez does care. 
but he just messes himself up. He trips over you. Yeah, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. It is like, rubbish. And, and he needs Sunday, to go. There was like a, you know, like they were together. They were going through it. They were getting into fights. Or you know, they were fighting and, for it. They're playing for the badge. And then tonight, it just doesn't seem like anything like that. But but you know what? And that's yeah, we didn't have that tonight. But that's where someone like Romero is really important. And yeah, people massively. were criticising him. People were criticising him when he was getting a yellow card every game. Think about those games. Those games were frustrating. And what he was doing was, one, le leaving a little something on the opposition. Yeah. And two, he's trying to get a slide tackle in to get his own side going. He's trying to get him up and go. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But, and, and the way that he does that is through a tackle, you know. I mean, we're never going to know. Well. We're never going to know, right? It's all lifts and butts. And it's always easy to say after the event and everything else like that. But I would put my house on it that if we started that team that beat Chelsea on Sunday, we would have won that game tonight. I genuinely, wholeheartedly believe 100% we would have won that game with a team that beat Chelsea on Sunday. I genuinely do. I, I really think we would have. And, 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 you know, because it's just all about, you know, just it's motion. You're in motion. You've got to win. You've just beaten your rivals, you know, Chelsea, who we never beat. All them players skip, you know, after that game. Harry Kane, Romero somehow didn't get a booking in that game. God knows that, but he was amazing in that. You start that team on that game today and then Sheffield United become a lot more inferior than what Chelsea were. Do you see what I mean? Because I think after beating Chelsea, after not being able mm. to do it, for, I mean, we didn't even score a goal against Chelsea at our, our, our stadium. It's the first time we've ever scored. That's how mad it is. So you start that start in 11 off the back of that and you don't need to rest players they played sunday it was an early sunday kickoff it's wednesday evening i don't understand this rotating and resting players you don't need to all right emerson rouse out because he's got a knock i accept that but you don't need to change anything else do you i don't i don't understand it it's just it's just bizarre to me and i think we've just given sheffield united an opportunity to put us out they're not going to go on and win it which makes it even more frustrating um but I just think it was it was an easy game and we've we've just blown it basically. But you know, you you, you know what, guys? You know, you guys are just you know you speaking about Perisic and and the biggest disappointment for me with Perisic tonight was I think it was towards the 90th minute or it was in that little bit of extra time where where he's come in as a Conte soldier, right? Somebody who knows the system inside out, somebody who's going to teach the rest of the wing backs how to play wing back, right? Comes in with all the experience bags of experience, suitcases yeah. full of experience, and it gets to, towards that end, and and he whips across, uh, um, he whips across uh, with pace when Harry Kane was there on the other side coming yeah. in. All he had to do was dink it, do you know what I mean? It went past Sonny and it went past Kane, and that's what really sealed the deal for me with, with Perry yeah. tonight, which really disappointed me, because I'm like, what did you come in for? If, mm. if I can't trust you to do the right thing at the right time when we really need it. And that's what really it frustrated the hell out of me. I think I know the cross you're on about. I mean, that, was on, that was in the 77th minute. That was two minutes before Sheffield United scored. There we go. There, was, there were three or four players in the box and he fell yeah. to farm one of them. Yeah, yeah. And, but he whipped, he whipped it when all he had to do was dink it. Do you know, too much power. It's way too much power, bro. Yeah. Wait, yeah. But he, that experience that we've brought him in for, that's what I'm expecting him to use that experience and go, right, yeah. we've got men over. All I need to do is do this. And you, and know, you know what? He's done it. He's and done you know it what? It's like times. what Rich mentioned earlier. Like, it, you know, Harry Kane's amazing. Like, you know, he's one player you can't knock. But you bring... When did he come on? Was it like the 60-something minute or something, was it? 
65th, I think, fourth. Mm. <laughs> you know, so you're bringing him on in the 65th minute in an unsettled team that don't normally play all together. It, it's just not going to work. You know, it's 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 just not going to work. Do you know what I mean? It's it's too little, too late. You know, and then we go behind, and then we do the usual thing that Tottenham do, and we panic. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just I could really? see it happening before kickoff. It's so frustrating for me. I'm I'm so annoyed with it because I saw it happening before it did. You know, because I've been here, and Chris will tell you, we've all been here so many times before over the years. It's such a shame, really, but it is what it is, isn't it? Rick, let's come back to you. Um, in the 79th minute, of course, Sheffield United scored the only goal of the game. Um, the player went past four or five Spurs players, um, including Poro, Sanchez, Dyer, um, and as Rick said earlier, um, beat Fraser Forster at his near post. Um, went through Eric Dyer's legs. Um, how would you describe that goal? Against a championship side, you know this is you know at, at this point with Harry Kane on, um, you know as Rick said, we didn't have you know too many clear cut chances. Uh, the chances that we did have blasted over the bar, blasted wide, one near near the corner flag. Um, but defensively, that was poor. The, the the best way I can describe it is this: a catastrophe of errors. That's one sentence and one word: weak, because it was weak. Hoiberg switched off. Sanchez sh should have pushed up on that. He should have been the covering guy. Poro was the first one that was passed. So he was even out of positions. Not out of his position, but he was out of a position to defend in that point. And then it going through um, Dyer's legs. And then like Rich was saying there, Forster, like what happened with Forster when I watched the replay, he was already, he was already diving left. But the ball went right. So as he's gone left, it, it, it's gone right. And then, then he's had to go down. And those three seconds that he, he wobbled on, the goal's there. So it was a catastrophe of errors um, and, and weak play. It was weak. Mm. You know, and, and, and that's one of the biggest strengths that Sheffield United had tonight was their strength. How tall they were, how, how bullish they were, how, how physical they were. That was their strength tonight, was them actually being a strong team. Like, just strong strength. That was their strength. And and in that moment, there was a, there was weakness, weakness, bro. So, and, and then and then we couldn't respond. I, I, don't know. I, I think the um, the teams let down the fans tonight for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I feel that um, that the the team in, in as a whole, um, the leaders that should have been on the pitch, really have let the fans down. Um, <laughs> Over the last couple it's of not weeks, good enough. Like, it ain't good enough. No, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like Ricky was saying, over the last couple of weeks, we've been given this kind of false hope. And we know the, the problems that the team has around depth and some of the players need to move on. And I think sometimes we keep these players for far too long and Boom. we want them to be better than they are. And Boom. every year, every year we get... I'm not saying that. Every year we have managers <laughs> come in you know, you know who? Go on, right, tell me. San... Oh, Doherty's gone, so uh, I can't say Doherty. Poor old Doherty. If Doherty's still been <laughs> by you, <laughs> Look, just because just you're having a love affair with Matt Doherty, you know what I mean? It's like... That's... <laughs> oh, if, God. If, look, if our aspirations are to win an FA Cup, or a cup, like like Gary alluded to, or to 
be in the top four, the top three every year, which we we do, but we get like we go above and beyond by with some of these players. We need to the Sanchez's of this world, even Davis, even Dyer, they're just not top four players. They're not good enough. Fraser Foster not good enough. Loris need we need to we needed to move him on last year to be honest. Um, and it's great to see players like Skippy coming through the ranks. He's he's got great desire, great passion. Wears the the the, the badge uh, next to his heart and really understands like how he does what it means to play for the club. And that's what I, I look at when I when I represent Great Britain. When I put that tracksuit on, it doesn't just mean I'm British. It means like I've got everybody in the country behind me, and like patriotism really means kind of. We all fight together. And that's what it should mean when you put that Spurs shirt on, that you kind of, you understand what it's like to have 30 plus years of not winning a trophy yeah. and what, what the fun and how we want to change that. You need to, you need to have a plan in place to make that social change. And because we've kept, like there was a stat about centre-backs from 2012 and the only three good centre-backs we've had from since 2012 are and Alderweireld and Romero, the rest have been shit. Um, and that's not good enough. We need to be adding value to the squad all the time because scenarios like this happen all every year. Every year you could say you'll have a resort like this that literally just knocks the team back. And we need to have, whether it's Enoch, whether it's Levy, hold, held to account, with how the actual fans are feeling at the moment. And the fans are feeling let down by the team because of lack of investment. And it always comes back down to that because the manager, Poch, what did he say after 18 months without any players? Conte, what's he saying now? He needs the tools to enable him to have the plan that he wants to deliver. And that's the thing that, that's why I think I feel let down by the board and also the players, because yes, Harry obviously he's a winner, but he's not won anything. So how is he a winner? Do you know what I mean? He's, he might think he's a winner, but he hasn't won anything. He needs to be. He needs to be kind of. He needs to show that winning mentality. If, it, yeah. if he might be winning the games, but he's definitely not winning the trophies. We no. need to be getting there. The Casemiro's that went to Man United that everybody was going, yeah. oh, they're paying all that money in wages and of transfer fee. Born winner. I think he's, as he won, like, I think uh, 10 out of the 12 finals he's been in. That's, that's, that, that, they're the kind of stats you want. You want bringing players in. Perisic, I understand, is, is a warrior that obviously Conte brought in, but too old. Too, is, we got him because he was, like, just at the, at the top of his career where he, performance wise, you're going to get probably 10 great games out of him the rest of the time. You're just going to get like an average player, and he showed it tonight. We need players that are going to are going to have an impact on that that starting eleven, like the um, the Kuliseskis, the Benzinkers. But we need to have winners, born, not necessarily born winners, but winners that have won things with other 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 clubs that come in and change the mentality of the team. Because at the moment we hold on to shit players, they drag other players down with them. And as fans, like Gary said, he's had enough. Rick said he's had enough. Chris, Chris yeah. hasn't seen a trophy for years. And I, I hear it every time I come on. 
we need to we we need to have that uplifted uplifting time where we kind of have trophy after trophy after trophy. But to do that, we need to have a change of mentality within the team. Rich, just very quickly, um, the club are in talks with Eric Dyer about new contracts at the moment. Your thoughts on that? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I think um, obviously renewal of contracts, like Sonny, obviously Sonny, Sonny renewed his contract and he's, he's played terrible since then. Really, it's not. It's not. Why they don't have these these contracts where it's. Um, uh, incentive based around winning things. I don't know. I just don't know why why they don't have that. Myself as a, as a performance. You know why, Rich? Do you know why I ask that question? Because if I close my eyes and think about Spurs losing in cup games, the picture in my head is Eric Dyer. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's Eric Dyer always looking up to the sky, always looking for a teammate to say, oh. Again, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's the picture I have. Yeah, and you look at the, and you look at the comments that have, I've, I've been looking at comments when when you guys have been talking as well, and a lot of the comments are coming through around why does Eric Dyer never tackle? Why does Eric Dyer always blame somebody else? We need to get Eric Dyer out. Well, okay then, let's make a change. Let's get let's let's move him on. Uh, recoup some of the money that we I know it's only four million, but let's recoup some money from. From the sale of Eric Dyer, let's upskill him. We need to have better players, more consistent players. We we can't just think, oh yeah, he might get good. Well, he's been at the club for that long now. I think we've got the best out of him. Let's move him on. Let's get somebody else in. We can't be sentimental if we're thinking about trophies. At one point there, Chris, I didn't know where you were going with uh, obviously saying closing your eyes and thinking about Eric Dyer, but uh, <laughs> I can guarantee you. Probably, <laughs> And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Rich, to the record, I know you're slagging off uh, old, old Matt Doherty again, but I bet you any money that he ends up winning a trophy before Spurs do. Oh, yeah, but he won't play though, will he? He'll be like 15th left or right <laughs> back or wing back or whatever for Atletico Madrid and he'll pick up some random medal because he spent 15 minutes on the pitch or something. It's like it's like those tokenistic blooming medals that some of the players get. It's ridiculous. It's like even like Ericsson didn't even play for Man United in the cup final, and he will get a medal only. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just not into that. If you win a, a a cup medal, you need to be playing. You need to play the majority of the game to actually say you played in. You can't just have a medal and then just go, oh yeah, well, I played mm. in the first round for five minutes. It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, and and going and and talking about Eric Dyer as well. I think, like you said, if if fans have that feeling that Eric Dyer and players like Eric Dyer have passed the sell by date, move them on um, because well, Rich, we want we well, want to well, see we want to see the team win. When when you think about Spurs losing and going out of these cups, you know, certainly in recent years, what's the picture you have in your head? Who do you probably, see? Probably a couple of bottles of cider, and uh, every time, every time, I, every time I come in here and drink, it's when we lose. Um, it, I thought you were going to say Matt Doherty. <laughs> I, probably, you probably are right. I think it's, I think it's, def, it's, or, or Harry Kane though, or Harry Kane. Or the Reese. 
Yeah, Harry Kane kind of going, oh, I'm, I've not won another trophy, kind of. But I'm all right though, because I'll be leading goal scorer for England in a in a couple of weeks. So I'll be all right, kind of thing. It's... Yeah, we've got a nice stadium. <laughs> we've got a nice stadium, but nothing in the cabinets. Yeah. All my mates remind me all the, and I get all the what's name, all the all the stupid pictures. Like the the one that's going round at the moment with a yeah. with a Range Rover that says Spurs at the back and yeah yeah I bet, it, not I bet one, it's not though. got a cup holder is that yours yeah, Gary yeah all that <laughs> yeah and it it just pissed me off because I think we are a good club we've got some amazing fans and the 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 ground is like jumping like some of the games that I've been to the ground's jumping yeah but then but then like that first half against Arsenal. You know the first half against Arsenal, where we should have been about five nil down. That was probably the most deflated I've ever been in actually watching a live game because I just felt, I just felt yeah. we've gone backwards, and we've had so many of those first half. How many? Yeah, what? Newcastle, Villa, they were all like yeah, that. Yeah. All of them. So many. It was awful. First half. And and today, I felt the first half really set the tone how we played. It just wasn't good enough. We didn't have the commitment. And players like Eric Dyer putting put their hands up in the air and looking at other players isn't good enough. I would rather them getting stuck in, flying into tackles, kind of le- leaving an elbow on somebody, just getting stuck in, just actually showing the care, the care about the badge, the care about the fans, because we pay their wages. Gary, let's come to you. Um, let's wrap the game up. Um, eight minutes from time, and just three minutes after we conceded the goal, Dan Juma came on. Um, my personal opinion, I think that Dan Juma will probably be very disappointed that Lucas Moura started ahead of him in this game. Uh, Pedro Poro coming off. Four minutes from time, Perisic header of goal, easy for the goalkeeper, and then in stoppage time, uh, a glorious opportunity. Uh, Perisic cross, Harry Kane headed it wide. Um, yeah. Someone just mentioned there about the, um, the karting track that is going to be installed later this year. Um, what do you what do you make of um, the, the, the karting track being installed at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just I couldn't care less. I couldn't give a shit. I don't care about the karting track. I don't care when there's concerts at the stadium. I don't give a monkey's what boxing fights there. I couldn't give two shits. All I care about is my team Tottenham Hotspur winning. I couldn't give two monkeys how much the stadium makes. This, that, and the other. All these new deals, go-karts. I'd rather go back to the old stadium, have a shit stadium, and win something. Couldn't give a monkeys. Couldn't give two shits. I've heard it a million times. We've got a nice stadium like this. All it does is put the price of everything up. Couldn't give a monkeys, mate. When I'm sitting there watching that game with my boys today, then he's 15, and I'm having to go onto YouTube on my phone and show him the 1991, the 81 and 82 Cup final, that's what I care about. When you've got to nearly go into black and white or in black and white when we won the double. You know, we shouldn't be having to go back to fucking 81 when we beat Man City and 82 when we beat QPR on a replay and bloody Glenn Hoddle scored the penalty. Come on, mate. It, this is a joke. We're a fucking, we're a joke. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't give a shit what go-kart they're having there, what concerts they're having there, what money they weigh, what pint that goes up from the bottom up with beer. I don't even drink fucking beer, so I couldn't care less. At the end of the day, less win trophies, man. You know what I mean? That is a big deal for me tonight. It was a big deal. And, and I'll, I'll go on to that for a second because as a parent and as a dad, when you have kids, you grow up and you tell them how important the FA Cup is. 
and how yeah. much that that competition means to you. Now, I don't know if you guys have kids or not, Chris. I know you do, but you you'll grow you when your kids grow up. You tell them the importance of that when they get older. And when I'm older now, I don't talk to about to my kids when we finished in the top four. I talk about when we won the FA Cup in '91, when we won it in '82, when we won it in '81 with Ricky Villa. That's what you want to talk about. That's why tonight is such a disappointment because my boy goes upstairs nearly in tears and I'm down here and I'm like, there you go, same old Tottenham. And he's like, Dad, Chelsea, West Ham, Arsenal, they were all out of the competition. Why didn't we just start the team that started Chelsea? And I've got to look at him and say, because we're Tottenham, son. That's why. Yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> so, so the next event on Saturday, back back in the Premier League, uh, away at Wolves at Molyneux, uh, 3pm kickoff. Now, Wolves' last six results in the Premier League, they've won two, they've drawn one, they've lost three. They played this evening uh, and the against Liverpool, losing 2 0. They are um, currently um, they are 15th in the table right now, three points. From the relegation zone, they've played 25, they've won 6, they've drawn 6, they've lost 13, they have 24 points. Rick, after this evening, um, obviously, well, I think that Antonio Conte um, will be back for this game in the dugout uh, on the tough line, and uh, no doubt we'll make a lot of changes in the Premier League game. What have you made of Wolves so far this season? Of course, they're under a new manager. Um, they've had a very up and down season, only three points away from the relegation zone, as I've just shown you and as I've just said. Um, how do you see this game going? Um, like you said, they've been a bit up and down, and um, but they have brought in some, some some good players that are trying to find their feet. You know, the the pressure's on Wolves to kind of get going, so that they're nowhere near the relegation zone. Um, but they do have some dangerous players in their side, and but but I I can only see. Um, a win for Tottenham. Even in my worst days, even in our worst days, I will always see a, a win for Tottenham. Yeah. But um, with, Conte, uh, with Conte coming back, with them kind of being kicked up the backside, there, there needs to be an immediate response again. And yes, we've had moments like this where we've fell flat on our faces and we've had to get back up. And the boys have done it. You know, I thought there was a couple of times where we was over and out, especially over that Christmas period. I thought that there was such a dodgy period of time yeah. where I was just like, oh, we're not doing nothing but going downwards. But then they started to pick it back up again. And I see them having to show a massive reaction. And Conte's going to demand a massive reaction because it's going to be the first time that he's back in the dugout since, you know, uh, since the operation and stuff. Well, and since he's Just quickly, we, we don't mind Conte coming back now because Stellini don't have 100% record anymore, does he? So... <laughs> well, there you go. Come back, Conte, it was forgiven. Now we need the big boss in, in, in the dugout. Do you know what I mean? We need the yeah. big boss to make the big decisions and, and go out there and get those three points. Um, you know, and, and I see us doing it. I see us doing it. I see a, a massive response uh, 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 against Wolves. And I, I look forward to picking up the three points. Do you want a prediction now? Or do you want it at the end, Chris? You can do it now, if you like. I'm going 3-1 Tottenham. 3-1 Tottenham. In fact, I'm going 3-0 Tottenham. They won't even score. They won't even score. It will be, again, it will be the same side that, we're, uh, that started against Chelsea. And I see there being a massive response. You've got to remember how important Skippy has been in the last couple of games, all right? And what was really good about him, especially at, at Milan, and he's continued it, is just 
just getting in the way, just kind of getting little nicks and flicks and, and sliding challenges that break up the opposition's attack and when they try and transition on us. He's been so important, and especially without Benfancourt being there, I think he's been really important. So um, I, I see the side going back to the side that, that started against uh, Chelsea. I, I, I see Richarlison probably starting on the left again and, um, you know, hoping to give him a bit of a run. But the one thing that he does bring, a bit like Lamella, is, is a few step overs, but a bit like Lamella, he brings a bit of improvisation, but chaos and, and a bit of aggression. And, you know, he's, he, he, he likes to wind up the opposition. So I, I see him starting on the left, Kane back in the side and Kulu on the right, uh, Hoiberg, Skippy and the same back five that we had against Chelsea. Um, and I see us winning, mate. I see us winning. I see, I see us putting some points on that board and, 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 and showing a reaction and, and doing it for Conte as well. Because Conte won't have it. Are you, are you looking forward to seeing Conte back? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I, do you know what? This is the thing. It's like I, I'm on the Conte train now. You know, every, you know it, it took a minute. Before he signed, I didn't think he would be the right fit for us. I thought we should go for a project manager. I thought we, we should, you know, Gaz knows. I've said Ten Hag many a time, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I said that as a project manager or bringing Poch back or, you know, others. I won't go into that. But as soon as he came in and as soon as we started to kind of shift momentum, um, and he's the serial winner and, and, and all of that. I got onto the Conte train. And mm. yes, there's been some bad games. Yes, there's been some boring games, some flat games. But I'm on this Conte train and I, I, I want him and I want us to succeed. And if he goes in the summer, all right, cool. He goes in the summer. But like I said from when he signed, don't fall in love with him. You can love him. Just don't fall in love with him. Because even if he won the league, he could leave the next day. Because we've seen it happen before. So yeah. I, 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 I want to see this journey out. I want to see us do something under the leadership of Conte. And then whatever happens in the summer happens. Rick, how are you feeling about the Saturday? I've just been reading some of the comments about what everyone else is thinking. Saying that Wolves are going to beat us two one. Uh, a lot of the <laughs> the comments are a lot of the comments are very negative. Um, yeah, but there would be. I'm not. Sure, it, I'm not just, yeah, just remember, I mean, Harry Kane starting that game, guys yeah. out there, guys watching. Just remember, Harry Kane will start that game. Yeah, yeah, we'll start. Um, but as we know, Premier League is all about momentum, and away from home, we play. I just, I, I feel that sometimes when we when we play the same kind of formation away from home, it doesn't really work. Um, hopefully, it will be Wolves, but it'd be tight. I think. Um, like you were saying, Ricky, they've definitely got some really creative players uh, that the manager's going through like a transitional period. I would say, yeah, two one, uh, one nil, or it won't. It won't be a. It won't be a 3-0, mate. It won't be. A, we won't turn over. There's no team in the in the Premier League apart from maybe a Bournemouth away that you can really turn over three or four now. Uh, Forest maybe away. They're not great away, are they? But when you're going to their ground, and Wolves have got um, a great fan base that really get behind their team, um, and they've got creative players on the ball, um, that some of, some of those guys would get into the Spurs team for sure, um, and they're building building that um, that team for the future. Uh, where I think, obviously, if Richarlison plays with Sonny and Kane, um, 
it's really important that we get uh, Richarlison scoring and 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 uh, Sonny back firing. Because if if not, it would take that form into the Milan game. So I'd say two one, two one one nil maybe to Spurs. Would you go? No, I was just going to say, Rich brought up a great word there, and uh, it was momentum. And I think that is the biggest thing that we have missed as a side throughout this whole yeah. season. If if we look at that last period uh, of last season where we got into that top four, we had a yeah. great momentum. We we, yeah. we went from game to game, and that energy, you know, it just built and built and built and built and built. And we haven't been able to build that. Every time we roll the rock up the hill, you know, two metres, do you know what I mean? We, we'll look behind us, and then suddenly it rolls all the way back down, and then we're pushing it up the hill again. And, you know, so we haven't been able to get any momentum this season, and that's what troubles me as well. It's a great word, Rich. It's a great spot. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think that's a Conte? Do you think that's a Conte way of management that is not that we haven't got the the, the the chess pieces to be able to have that kind of those 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 really kind weird, of inspiring performances? I just think it's been a really weird, tough season, bro. Like every time we've gone two steps forward, we go three steps back, which is unfortunate. Oh, no. But that's been the that, that's been the trend of, of this season so far. I mean, and that's why I, I'm think, hoping... I think we've got to, we've got to remember as well. I mean, apart from you know, let's say probably Arsenal, most of the teams in the Premier League and and definitely in the cup competitions, <laughs> it's, uh, none of them have been consistent. They've all had some shocking results. You know, and, and like this competition, for example, FA Cup, most of the teams are out of that. You know, um, okay, Carabao Cup was won by Man U. I think we most, we both, most of us thought they'd win that, although I did think Newcastle would get to the final. But if you look at the Premier League and you look at most of the sides apart from Arsenal, they've all been very inconsistent. And some of the um, the results have been, you know, unbelievable. I mean, Liverpool and Chelsea are shocking this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, as bad as it is tonight, I mean, look, I mean, they lost bottom of the league, Southampton, and they created no chances, nothing. They were absolutely horrendous, Chelsea. So, and Liverpool the same. They got they got absolutely hammered by Wolves three 0 um, So, I think looking at the league this season and stuff like that, I think apart from Arsenal, as it pains me to say, all the teams have been very, very inconsistent. It's been a weird season, you know. And yeah. I think it, it could be said as well about the FA Cup. And I guess that's probably why I was so so angry and, and down about it because it, it's a bit like the Premier League this season. Everything's up for grabs, you know, and, and no team really is is performing that well. Do you know what I mean? It's mental. Can, so, can I just ask you all, um, are we all expecting then that Antonio Ponte and Stellini will go with the same team that beat Chelsea? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I think they'll realise the mistake they've made tonight uh, and they'll start that team. And, and, I, and, I, and I think... I think we'll beat Wolves. I, I think we'll only beat them 1-0 when it'll be a Harry Kane goal. Um, we'll probably frustrate us in the game and then we'll probably score in the 75th minute or something like that and we'll win it 1-0 with Harry Kane. But it will be a good, solid performance and that's not what we had tonight because of the team that was out. So, yeah, last question. You're right there, mate. You're right there, mate. You're right there. Last question for you all. And I want to talk about the top four because Spurs are fourth at the moment, 45 points from 25 matches. Um, Liverpool, after their win this evening, are now in the top six. They are now six points away from us with a game in hand. Newcastle are fifth. Uh, they're four points away and they have two games in hand. Um, Rick, let's start with you on talking about the top four. Are you confident? Yeah, mate. 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I think we've got to be. I think we've got to be. Um, it has been an inconsistent season for us, but so, it, so has it for, like the boys just said there, Liverpool, Chelsea. And if, if, if we think that Liverpool and, uh, you know, or Chelsea have an opportunity to make it into the top four, then why can't we? We've done it over the last couple of seasons. We, you know, if, if it ends up being the one thing that we fight for, then we've got to make sure that we get it, haven't we? So, yeah, we're in fourth right now. The the one that troubles me, not so much Liverpool right now, but it's Newcastle because they've got two games in hand over us. So, yeah, that's the one that troubles me right now. But like Gaz just said there about every single team, it's been so inconsistent. It's, it's, it's up to us. We've got to get that momentum going and we've, got to, we've really got to start cutting out the mistakes that we keep repeating and, and go on a run and build some momentum and get some energy going within this side because... Every time we fail, there's three or four players from that eleven that end up like crumbling in, in yeah. confidence-wise, and then that that'll that'll go on for another two, three games until they they pick it back up again. So or something, you know, that we we have a win and and they have a bit of a good performance, and then they'll start picking it back up again. But every time we have a loss, that depression or that that lack of confidence or that crumble. It, it, it's affecting those players and, and it's a long-lasting effect. It doesn't just... It's not by the next game they get rid of it. It's a long-lasting effect. So I'm going to say, yes, I am confident and, yes, we will finish in that top four. How confident are you feeling now, Rich? Yeah, I've, said, I've said fifth or, um, since probably like October, November. So probably stick with that. Um, yeah, I, I think... Um, Liverpool probably at fourth, um, and um, we're, we're fifth. Uh, just had a Newcastle. Um, I just, yeah, I think the inconsistency is going to really bite us in the arse. I think um, I'd like to think that Sonny would get back into some form, Richarlison would start scoring, mm. and then we'd have that we'd have that kind of clear path towards getting fourth. Um, I just, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I've looked at some of the fixtures that we've got, obviously moving forwards for the last 10 or 12 games. And, and yeah, we've got some tricky fixtures in there uh, towards the end of the season. We'd, weeks like we've got now, if we lose against Sheffield United and then you've got Wolves, Milan, etc., it can be it can be really detrimental. And I think... Season, we, uh, if we don't have that that momentum, like we were saying earlier, going into those results, we can easily lose two or three on the bounce, and that's when other teams are going to catch us, um, and that's not going to help the uh, confidence of the team, and that's when those 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 results really do slip you by, especially against some of the teams that you should be rolling over, and you just kind of so I would say not very confident. Um, yeah, the Conte thing as well is st still hanging overhead about obviously is Conte going to be the manager at the end yeah. of the season. That yeah. definitely does affect the uh, the players' um, self esteem, and um, it does affect you. I think I, I think that does. if the if the manager came out with a real kind of positive stance around the club's backing me, I've got all confidence in the summer that I'm going to get 150 million, 200 million in, in the in the transfer market to get the players I need. Um, Harry's going to sign a new contract. We're going to get rid of Sanchez and Eric Dyer. 
Then that's it. That's all you need, really. That's it. Doc, you can send him to uh, Atletico Madrid with your mate. It's fine. We can. I can. <laughs> I, can dr- I can drive him to Heathrow if you want. Instead of having to. I'll drive Uber, him. I can I, drive I, him. I drive everywhere. Ask Chris. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drive him to Heathrow and get him on the next flight to to Madrid, and he can. I'll drive him to France, anywhere, Amsterdam, <laughs> wherever. <laughs> Yeah, Gary's driving's fine, but it's just listening to him on the way. <laughs> yeah, he won't want to come back after he spends 12 hours in the car with me. <laughs> on, on, on a serious note, Mitch, what I just wanted to ask you there about top four, if Spurs do scrape top four and go in the Champions League next season, we always talk about progression on this channel. You know, whenever we're yeah. on these chats, we always talk about progression and you know, progressing... Is it progression if Spurs just finished in the top four and we have another year without a trophy? Is Conte no, no, well, no, no. Obviously, he's he's continually talked about being a serial winner. Um, it's not progress, is it? How can finishing fourth again be no. progress? It isn't. It's consolidation. Not, not um, yeah, and 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 like Gary's alluded to, the fans' expectation is to win a trophy. Your expectation, Gary, Rick. Is about winning that trophy, yeah. and does it? Is it going to take us to consolidate winning a trophy to come sixth? Maybe, maybe it is yeah. for us to move but forward. I'll take that because because the only reason why the the board is kind of really adamant about the top four is because of the financial implications that it comes into the club. But we're yeah. not seeing that. We're we're not seeing that. The kind of investment that we think we should have, yeah. um, but also I think <laughs> there's, there's clubs around us that have spent less that have won. You look at the Leicester's in the past, uh, winning the league, winning trophies, yeah. um, and and that's the frustrating thing that when you've got an opportunity to win, when the kind of the the cards are on the table and you kind of we've not really stood up and took those opportunities like tonight. That was a great opportunity. After after the draw as well, you go, that's a yeah. great opportunity to get into the semi-finals. Before you've been in the semi the FA Cup. Yeah, b- before you play, potentially, uh, a top four side. It's yeah. it, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridic- And you can't continually uh, not take those opportunities yeah. without spending millions and millions. We need to have more consistent performances. And we need to turn up to the, the games knowing and having the expectation that the players are going to give everything. Even if they lose, they're going to put the heart and the soul on the pitch. Yeah. Don't think they did that tonight. That's me no. just being 100% honest. Yeah. Rick, just a very quick yes or no. Will Conte be their manager next season? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ricky, you can answer that one, man. Yeah, no, I would no. I, I was so happy that I wasn't answering it. I was so Ricky, happy Rick. Rick. Rick, actually, let's start with you on that. We'll call you man. Yeah, Ricky, there you go. You see that? You see that? I don't think he will be. I don't think he will be. Probably not, mate. Probably not. But I, uh, just, just a yes or no? Uh, no. Oh, yes, yes. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Leave me alone. Go, move, move, pass. <laughs> I, 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 said, I said no months ago. Yeah. Who's going to be Who's going to be the manager next 
Oh, oh wow. A difficult one. Maybe Potts. Is he going to be going It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got yeah, to be. Maybe Potts. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. Has to be. Gary. And then back him. Back him. Yeah, I think it. I think it'll be Potts. You know, and and if just to try and put a kind of a not so much of a downer on things, but. If you was to ask me, you know, who who would you want to win a trophy under Conte or Poch? I would say Poch, you know, yeah. because he is Tottenham through and through, whereas Conte isn't. You know, Conte is just another ex-Chelsea manager, let's be honest, like Mourinho. So, if we do, we're not going to win anything this season. That's it. Season's over now because finishing in the top four is not winning anything, right? So, um, Conte's gone in the summer, in my opinion. Poch comes back because I think he's holding out to come back to Tottenham. And then... You know, if we won something under Poch next season, it would probably make the pain of tonight and the last few years worth it, if I'm honest. Mm. Because I couldn't think of any other manager I'd rather win a trophy under other than Poch. Yeah, true. Me too. Well, Gary, Ricky and Richard, I can't thank you enough. Um, <laughs> talking about um, a game, particularly when we've gone out to another cup competition. Um, you know, certainly for two hours. So apologies for a two-hour stream. Um, Ricky, thanks so much, um, as always, and tell everyone where they can find you and what you're up to at the moment. Oh, thank you. Always an honour and a pleasure, even if it's on a loss, brother. You know, win, lose or draw, come on, you Spurs. Uh, you guys know where you can find me. I'm probably going to be on here with Chris and the boys and, and discussing football a bit more. But you can find me on Twitter at Ricky J Norwood, which is down here somewhere. And on Insta, official Ricky Norwood. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll let you know when there's some exciting things coming up. But yeah, we'll keep it moving. Thank you again, Chris. Always, always fun being on. And thank you for the therapy session. I will uh, send you <laughs> over in a couple of days. All right, Sunshine? <laughs> Rick, thank you so much. And um, Gary, lovely to have you back on. I know you've been very passionate tonight. A lot of comments, a lot of love for you, um, stating that you were saying exactly how a lot of the viewers and listeners felt. So, uh, wow. thank you for coming back. Oh, no, pleasure. Listen, look, you know, it, um, like I always said, it, you know, as much as it was painful tonight, I was looking forward to it because. It is just a case to just get it off your chest. Um, I was very frustrated. The boy, the boy's gone up to bed in tears. He's upset. The wife is just upstairs, locked the door. Because, you know, I mean, to be honest, he took the defeat to Chelsea very, very well. Just quickly, I'll end it on a high. I mean, she was probably as happy as what I was because she wants to pot her out. So that was a good, that was a good day all round. You know, there was no holding back the emotions of me celebrating beating Chelsea yeah. because she was happy as what I was. But um, look, listen, look, tonight's happened. It is what it is. Um, I, I will say, you know, apologies. I was getting very angry. I did swear a lot. But, but for me, Chris, I hold the FA Cup very, very close to my heart. And growing up as a kid, you know, it was the trophies I saw as win, you know, as a little kid and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, when I was very young, I remember the UEFA Cup in 84, but as a kid, 81, 82, and then going through the whole experience of the semi-final against Arsenal and then the final against Forest, you know, that that era of Paul Gascoigne and, and the semi-final was probably even bigger for me and a bigger memory for me with Gazza scoring that free kick than what the final was. But for me, as my kids are getting older, the FA Cup is always something I talk to them about and share because let's be honest, we don't have much else as Tottenham fans. So that's why I think it really hit home tonight because... I saw how much my, my boy wanted it as much as I wanted it. 
and as much as everyone here wanted it and everyone listening and messaging in. So, but for that, mate, I, I thank you very much for having me on again. And you know me, I, I love coming on here and I love talking Tottenham, even if it's not always positive. <laughs> well, thank you, Gary. It's been a pleasure having you back. And Richard, great having you back on again. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you and what you're up to at the moment. Always good. And do you know one thing that I've uh, realised tonight is that um, Gary's passionate about the FA Cup. I didn't realise that. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you forget it. <laughs> imagine how passionate I'm going to be when we win it. Can you imagine? Oh, no. Bloody hell. There was, there was a guy that was on the feed earlier that said he's like 78 years old. I think his name was Keith. And he said, will I live to see us uh, winning another cup? Yeah, oh. but, you know, this is the thing. And that's the thing, isn't it? That's the, Mate, I'll tell you what, all those fucking Spurs players need to see that comment before they play every game. Yeah. Because that that's, that's the kind of comments that, that, that sportsmen and women need to see. And, and, and do you know what, Rich, you're that, right. And... And the other thing is, like, you know, like, Arsenal won the FA Cup so many times. All those teams have won stuff. You know, Man United, I think they went six years until they just won the Carabao Cup. But when I'm talking to my son, who's, like, you know, nearly 16, and, and he's asking me about when Tottenham last won something and stuff, and you're having to go back onto YouTube and in the archives to, and talk to them about players like Ricky Velia and bloody Gary Lineker, who looks about 80 years of age on Match of the Day now. I mean, it's just, you know, it's not good. It really, really isn't. And we have, listen, we've got a great club, a good team. We've got some good players. We've got a love, lovely fan base, a great family. Everything is amazing. The only thing we're missing is winning a bloody trophy. You know, that, cool. that, that's the only thing. <laughs> give, give, give me a year. Give me a year, Gary. When are they coming? Do you know what, Chris? Um, let's say... They're coming this year and we're going to win the Champions League. <laughs> because I, I think Richard is right. You know, when, when are we going to see a trophy? Are we going to live to see a trophy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully I've lived to see a few, but I probably won't live to see any more. So. Yeah, we won't talk about the Champions League. Of course, Spurs are in the Champions League action next week against AC Milan. Hopefully we can turn that tie around. Uh, but that is another show. Um, Gary, Ricky and Richard, thanks so much. Um, thanks so much to everybody who has uh, watched this stream, listened to it on an audio platform. Uh, your support is really uh, appreciated. Very, very grateful. So thanks so much. And I will see you on the next one um, on Saturday against Wolves. Until then, come on, you Spurs. Come on. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.